With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Lost Creek, West Virginia, where the number 15 South Harrison Hawks are playing host to number six in single way, the Tigers Valley Bulldogs. Good evening from Gary Barnett Field. I'm Tom Sears, and uh, well, last week Danny said, vote for who you wanted to mute, and I guess, well... Everyone pick Danny. He's not here this evening. No, actually, he's unable to be here. But I have joining me this evening, Matt Rudder. Matt, this is supposed to be, at least on paper, a very good football game. I think it is. You know, it's South Harrison's playoff run starts tonight. Uh, seven to seven and three gets you in. Uh, six and four, uh, there's a lot of question marks. So, got a good Tigers Valley team coming in this year. Uh, and South Harrison's really got to start playing tonight. Absolutely. We've seen improvement out of this Hawk football team over the last several weeks, and really we, we, we give credit to the coaching staff keeping them together. Um, last week, able to, uh, to, to start well, not finish as well. Tonight they've got to put together four quarters and uh, if they have hopes of knocking off this Tigers Valley team. But I'll be honest with you, Matt, the, a lot of the talk that I hear is that, yes, this is the best team at Tigers Valley probably in 20 years, but are they good enough to come to Lost Creek and knock off the Hawks? Well, you know, I think this will be a good test for them. Uh, you know, they, uh, Coach Bright, you know, he definitely has his kids, his Bulldogs ready to play. But coming in here to Lost Creek and playing on the home field of South Harrison is really going to probably be their second biggest challenge uh, so far this year. Uh, you know, they, they went down, they, they uh, played Petersburg you know, last week, uh, or Pendleton, excuse me, uh, and, you know, that was probably their first challenge. Uh, they come in here this week, uh, and there's no doubt this South Harrison defense uh, is going to come ready to play, and I think it'll pose a challenge for the Bulldogs. Coach Hathaway, no doubt, has done a tremendous job of coaching this defense up, as you uh, mentioned there. And uh, it's going to take that this evening. You also mentioned last week uh, against Pendleton County. That was a test they were not able to pass. Yes, it, it, it definitely was not. You know, they jumped off to, you know, a quick 5-0 and start. Uh, you know, you play who's on the schedule. Uh, but at some point, you start getting into that meat of the schedule. Teams start getting to see some video. Uh, they start to really learn 
you know, a little bit of what your offense is going to look like. And at that time, you know, defenses really start taking their time and, and planning accordingly. So as we get to this part of the season, uh, you got to switch things up a little bit. So we'll see what the Bulldogs come in with tonight. Referencing this part of the season, let's take a look at what the Hawks have been able to do offensively thus far. Leading the team in rushing is Landon McFadden. He has 127 carries for 563 yards, six touchdowns. That's uh, 4.43 yards per carry. Uh, Jaron Robinson comes in with 29 carries, and I know Danny over the last several weeks has been a big advocate of using the feet of Jaron Robinson more. Only 29 attempts, he has 169 yards, but the yards per carry is 5.83, and it does in fact seem that when Jaron is able to get out of the pocket, run, run the football, it definitely seems to open things up for the rest of this Hawk football team. Absolutely no doubt about that. I mean, McFadden is definitely the person you want involved in your offense if you're the South Harrison Hawks. you got to get him the ball. Uh, a kid that's averaging 93.8 yards a game, you want him touching the ball. you got to figure that the key to victory runs through that. However, you got to be more than just one-dimensional. Uh, Robinson definitely showed that some last week, uh, and it was very impressive to see you know, some of the play action that we were seeing and even some of his accuracy on his passes, not only his feet. Uh, we saw a lot uh, from Robinson that's got to give Hawks fans you know, a big boost as far as seeing somebody else coming out there. And I, I agree with what Danny's saying. I think we need to see a little bit more of that. Absolutely, and you, you talk about uh, what it's done offensively, not only has it opened up uh, for Landon to, to have more room uh, to, to, to make the defense second-guess a little bit about what's happening, but I'll tell you, someone else that's been a benefactor of the decision to run Robinson Moore has been the sophomore, Jacob Haddix. Jacob Haddix has uh, seen his yards per carry increase since uh, really over the last several weeks. Last week, he was our player of the game, and... Uh, I'll tell you, he's been doing a tremendous job. He seems to really be growing up, as are all of the Hawks out there on the football field. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a big credit to this coaching staff. Coach Underwood and this coaching staff, uh, you mentioned it in the beginning, Coach, when you are talking a little bit about keeping this team together. You know, they faced a really tough, tough team right off the bat in Doddridge. Uh, and yet South Harrison comes out and they stick together. They're setting it 3-3. Three and three. Uh, and I think that if you told Coach Underwood at the beginning of the season that this is where his team would be, uh, I think he'd be excited to, to be in this position because they really do control uh, their own destiny at this point. And what more can you really ask for uh, when it comes to this? You know, the nice thing about Haddix, you mentioned, Coach, the great thing about him, he's been able to come in and give some relief carries and get, you know, that way we can keep McFadden's legs a little bit fresh. He's not having to carry the load all the time. Uh, so not only is he offer you another weapon, but he's also given McFadden, who's playing both sides of the ball, uh, gives you an opportunity to really rest your legs. Uh, and I think we saw that in the first half. Uh, you know, last week we saw McFadden break off a couple big runs, uh, and, and a lot of those were right after Haddix had given him a little bit of a breather. I think it's an excellent point. It really does open things up offensively one of the improvements though on the other side of the football for the defense has been their tackling last year it was not good let's all be honest it just wasn't good but there's been a tremendous amount of improvement and the coverage seems to be better as well so what what are your thoughts as far as what South Harrison's going to have to do tonight to contain this this excuse me Tigers Valley Bulldog team 
I think they got to come out and play defense like they did against Ritchie County in the first half. Okay. Uh, you know that game. We we saw, uh, you know, Ritchie County has a great little running back. He's quick out of the backfield. We saw a lot of open field tackles, which is always good to see. Uh, you know, you see a South Harrison team that's not afraid to get after it. Group tackling. Uh, you see a lot of that. And, you know, the big thing that we see when we saw some wins this year turnovers our defense can generate some turnovers man maybe we even get lucky and score on one or two of those it really puts the offense in a good position gets this hawk nation here at home really fired up uh, and puts us in a position to get started off on the right foot and i think if we play like we played against ritchie county in the first half i anticipate uh good things uh from our defense the question here tonight again Tigers Valley comes in as the number six team in single A, taking on this number 15 South Harrison Hawk team, setting at 500, three and three. If they're able to get this win tonight, they're going to get a ton of bonus points. And, and the way that the playoff system is set up in the state of West Virginia is, well, it's through points, and it's a point system. And the top 16 make it to the postseason. It's not like some of the sports, well, the sports we coach, like basketball, where everyone plays for the sectional or the regional uh, if you get past the sectional. This is a points-based system. Tonight, with a 5-1 and one football team, the wins that Tigers Valley has is going to be a tremendous bonus to the South Harrison team. If they can get this win tonight, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna see a, a, a boost uh, in their rankings uh, from number 15. How much? I don't know. Here's the other question. It's not only the quality of opponent that you beat. It's the opponents that the quality opponent has beaten. All those points tie in. Um, It could be argued that Tigers Valley's schedule hasn't been that great. So we'll have to see what happens here this evening. Let's talk records, playoffs, and let's think of it from this point of view. You said... Seven and three, you're in. I agree 100 percent. No doubt about it. If the Hawks can get their record to seven and three, they're going to get in the playoffs. You said tonight the playoffs start here for the Hawks. I also agree. This is a must-win game for South Harrison if they're going to get I mean, if they if they would lose tonight and win out, they're probably I don't know. I think it's a must-win. What do you think? You know, the problem is, and again, talking a little about, about controlling your own destiny. You go 6-4, and four, you're, you're asking for some help. You need some teams to help you at the end of the season. Uh, you go in 7-3, and three, uh, I really believe you control your own destiny at that point. I believe you have stapled yourself into the playoffs. And not only that, you're going into the playoffs with a lot of momentum. Uh, a four-game win streak. Uh, and these kids go in there with a lot of momentum to where even if you go on the road, uh, because, like you say, in single-A football, not everybody's playing as tough a schedule as others. Uh, you might get these South Harrison Hawks in the playoffs at 12 or 13 at 7-3, and three, maybe even higher. They go on the road. They might shock some of these teams that's had little, a little bit easier schedule and has kind of coasted to these eight and two nine and one records I think it's an excellent excellent point actually I think I was kind of looking at it today and was talking to some other people and what I found was that I think they potentially could if you if you went out if you went out you potentially this Hawk football team could get as high as nine ten 
in the polls. That still puts them on the road. But like you said, now they're kind of in the middle of the pack and have maybe a really good opportunity to pair up against the team that um, has had an easier schedule. Well, ladies and gentlemen, part of that story is just going to be told tonight. We're, We're about... 18 minutes away from kickoff here. Tigers Valley, the football team, out there on the field warming up and getting ready. A lot of festivities here this evening. It's homecoming. I guess I probably should have mentioned that, but it is homecoming in Lost Creek, so a lot of the alumni back in the house. Looks like the crowd's going to be solid. They'll, they'll, have, uh, they'll crown a, a new homecoming princess or queen, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful evening. It's a cool evening, but it's a good evening for high school football. You're listening to Hawk Nation. The South Harrison Hawks at Gary Barnett Field playing host to the Tigers Valley Bulldogs. Taking a break. We'll be right back. Mountain State Land Surveying providing boundary surveys for residential, farm, and commercial properties along with FEMA elevation certificates and construction layout services. Mountain State Land Surveying. Call 304-476-8668 for all of your surveying needs. Again, that's Mountain State Land Surveying, 304-476-8668, a proud supporter of South Harrison High School. Richards Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. Installation and service, phone 304-884-6400, located in Jane Lou and serving the South Harrison area. Call Richards Heating and Air Conditioning at 304-884-6400. Visit their webpage at richardsheating.com or find them on Facebook under Richards Heating and Air Conditioning. Welcome back inside Hawk Nation on a cool evening in Lost Creek. I'm Tom Sears, joined tonight by Matt Rudder, who is uh, filling in for Danny Knight, who was unable to be here. Well, Matt, I know we were talking there during the break. You've had a chance to listen to some of our uh, commentary, we'll call it, uh, on our coach's cook-off. And, I, you know, I applaud you. You come in tonight knowing who's in the lead. You knew that it was lasagna, Coach Tate's lasagna. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I was all alone this evening in that room where Coach Hathaway had made tacos. Beef tacos, chicken tacos, had some spicy rice. Is it possible, is it possible that Coach Tate's lasagna goes down tonight? You know, Matt, it's a good feeling knowing that I, I'm going to either, it's either the lasagna or the tacos, and I get to pick it. Danny's not here, and um, you, were, you were not here at the time to be able to go down and do a taste test, and even if you had been, you never tasted the lasagna. So I kind of thought, hmm, I get to pick this this evening, and I know who's going to win. Yeah. Well, I, I just want you to know that I have full confidence in your palate. I, I, uh, I you know, I, I've, uh, I heard you saying multiple times you're a meat and potatoes guy. Yes. Uh, you are a man after my own heart hearing that. I am uh, definitely a meat and potatoes guy myself. So, with that being said, again, I have full confidence that uh, even though it's a single selection tonight, yes. I, I believe it will be the right selection. Well, I hope that the, the, whoever does not come out on top tonight, I hope they don't 
throw the flag. We are trying to be honest, and uh, I'm going to honestly give my pick, but that's going to happen at halftime. So we have to wait, ladies and gentlemen. We'll let you know it at the half. Okay, so Matt, for those of you that uh, uh, don't know it, Matt Rudder is our newly hired head girls basketball coach at South Harrison High School. And uh, last year, he was the middle school coach at South Harrison Middle and has uh, received an upgrade, so to speak. Um, Matt, talk about uh, how excited you are to start coaching at the high school level. You know, I'm extremely excited. I was, uh, you know, obviously uh, felt very fortunate that the administration here at the high school uh, put enough confidence in me to move into this position. Um, the talent level at, the, at, the, at, at of our girls is, is excellent. Uh, we've got girls that's not afraid to put in the work. Uh, and, you know, I really look forward here in a couple of weeks to getting in the gym myself, getting with these girls, putting a couple good weeks of practice in. You know, 1st of December, we're going to see what we got. But, uh, you know, really, really excited uh, to, to face the challenge of high school basketball. It is a challenge indeed. Uh, and you said, you know, in a couple of weeks, and it kind of just set me back in my seat a little bit because, wow, we are right there, aren't we? It's this the fall season, the fall sports are – winding down i mean heck we're talking playoffs here for football tonight and the fall sports are beginning to wind down my volleyball season's beginning to wind down and basketball's right around the corner it most certainly is and you know uh the nice thing about you know a lot of single way athletes is when you're in school you're playing all sports yeah uh and so some of these same girls that you're seeing on your volleyball team are the same girls i'm going to be seeing on the basketball team and really, they just go from one sport to the other. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, the, the great thing about that is they're staying in shape. They're staying mentally sharp. They might not be playing basketball every day, but, you know, I'm a big proponent of playing other sports because it just keeps you mentally sharp and, and keeps you on the competitor's edge for sure. Yeah, and, you know, think about I, – I was thinking about this, and I hope this is true. Our volleyball team has the potential of making a run in the postseason. And um, – that could interfere with the start of basketball for sure. But I think that the girls. Richards, are, heating, and air conditioning. Several, there are several girls who are uh, playing volleyball, as you mentioned, who also play uh, high school basketball. And I think that, hope, well, I hope that some of the success that they're seeing on the volleyball court carries over into what they're uh, able to do on the basketball court as well. Absolutely. It, it is so exciting to see any. Uh, of our teams here at South Harrison go out and be successful. The volleyball team, Coach, I mean, obviously you've been around it for a couple years. Your expectations may be different than others when you start the year. But, you know, when we saw the team come out this year, uh, you know, I really saw a great turnaround in that Fairmont senior game when you guys had your tri-match out there about midway through. uh, I was really impressed uh, with with the confidence that these girls gained in that game. And just each game that goes by, you know, as I see the girls, I tell them, enjoy this, right? Enjoy yeah. it because this is something you might like another sport better. You might be looking at something different. Uh, but, man, winning 15 games uh, and, and continuing to move in the right direction, it, it's, it's, it's positive and, and uh, you know, it's, it, that's, that's great for the kids. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's been special. It's, it, it really has been. It's been very, very special. We had our uh, – um, homecoming parade yesterday. We were kind of laughing because they they made a sign that said, "We 
<laughs> we are a hair in a biscuit. And I'll tell this story if I can. <laughs> I was trying to give an illustration to the young ladies one evening because we did not play well, but we were able to hang around and get the win. And I said, you know, I said, we're like a hair in a biscuit, you know? And they're, they're immediately like, what the heck are you talking about, you know? I said, you're like that hair in that biscuit. You hang around. And you find a way to win. Not, I, I don't know how a hare wins in the in the biscuit, but the point was hanging around, right? And that's the only thing they heard was the hare in a biscuit. Everything I said, I said after that was just totally gone. So last night they're making signs, and they're like, hmm, what kind of sign can we make? And they made one that said, we are a hare in a biscuit. So I guess whatever, whatever. That's right. You They're know, having you, a good time. You, you you can have your best Lou Holtz moment. and, and Well, uh, that would not have you know, been in, I assure you. <laughs> and they're only going to hear small things like that. But, but honestly, you can see it. These girls are gaining confidence uh, every single time they go out on the court. And uh, it, it's been great to watch. It's, it's really been great to watch. It, it, it really is fun. I, I just want to encourage our listeners to make sure that they're hanging around. Uh, for halftime, as the Good Hope Hawks Nest halftime show we brought forth. Um, and also just a reminder that the Good Hope's Hawk Nest has extended its restaurant hours for every South Harrison Hawks home game. The restaurant and convenience store will both be open until 10 p.m. Also, Saturday's WVU game day special includes one medium, one topping pizza, a dozen chicken wings, and two two liters of Pepsi for $19.95. Plus, you have the opportunity uh, that when you make that special purchase, you get an entry to win two free tickets to a WVU football game. The South Harrison High School Marching Band has made their way out on the field. They'll play the, the alma mater and then the national anthem.
South Harrison High School marching band playing the alma mater and the national anthem, which means we are really close to kickoff here tonight at Gary Barnett Field. Again, Tigers Valley, the Bulldogs, traveled down from Mill Creek, number six in single A, looking to get a W here this evening. Matt, you pointed it out. Playoffs are definitely on the line, uh, more so for the Hawks. As Tigers Valley comes in 5-1, and one, South Harrison is a 500 team. They are 3-3. Three and three. You, know, you know, Tom, nothing says high school foot football like, the, like a local band. You get yeah. the high school band out there on the field. I know for a couple of years, South Harrison was – not fielding a band and boy it's just really good to see uh that back out on the field uh here at south harrison the army national guard has provided a huge helmet and a fog machine and the hawks are huddled there and making their way out now onto the field it's homecoming 2019 and here come the south harrison hawks Coach Underwood looking to move his season above 500 for the second time this year. Looking for that fourth win. We talked about it in the preseason. We've continued to talk about it every week. We really felt strongly if they could get past or get through those first two games healthy, they had a real shot. That's proven to be the fact. But in order to keep that dream alive, they have to get a win tonight. You can bet that Coach Underwood has told this team over and over again where their mentality needs to be tonight when they start this football game. I would be shocked uh, if we see South Harrison come out flat tonight. I can almost guarantee they know what's on the line. They're ready to play, and you know it, it's, it's going to be really exciting to watch. Yeah, and this Tigers Valley football team, <laughs> I think in a lot of ways – very well may be the underdog here this evening. And it seems uh, so interesting that 5-1, uh, and one, number 6 in the state, and they very well may be the underdog here in Lost Creek. Teams, captains meeting at midfield. Number 75, Trey Waller. Number... Number 10, Jaron Robinson. Number 14, Landon McFadden. And number 64, Jonathan Smith, who, by the way, was on the PA this afternoon with the Powder Puff game, which is an annual event, you know, with homecoming festivities. So he, was, he did a pretty good job. He did a real good job. And I'll tell you something else, uh, if I must say so myself. Uh, the juniors um, – had a come-from-behind win this afternoon as the Lady Hawks were able to beat the seniors and get that win today, get that W. So what you're saying is is somewhere tonight there's a group of happy girls and somewhere tonight there's a group of not-so-happy girls. Well, I'll tell you, it was very physical. and But, you know, they, they do a good job of coming back together. and, 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 and But obviously, I mean – competitive as all get out and it was I think 30 to 10 at one point and the juniors came back and won that game 
it was a lot of fun. I've, I've had the opportunity to be a part of it for the, really, I think, the last five or six years, and it, it may be the best powder puff game that I have seen. The Hawks win the toss, but they defer. They're going to get the football in the second half, which means that in many ways what at least we have felt in the past, the strength of this team has been their defense. And they're going to get that chance to go on defense first. We're going to find out what these Tiger Valley Bulldogs are all about. Absolutely. I love the fact that we're deferring. I love the fact that they're getting the ball first. You know, that's it just really gives us a chance, I believe, to set the tone. Uh, you know, a nice quick three and out, maybe even a turnover here. Uh, boy, the defense can really set the tone. And like you said, with that, we're obviously going to see what these Bulldogs have got too right off the bat on offense. Right off the bat, indeed. Hawks lining up to kick it away. Number two, Caden Ryan, who was my assistant coach today for Powder Puff, is going to kick it off. And back deep for the Bulldogs will be number 30, Daniel White, and number seven, Caden Boggs. The crowd is alive here in Lost Creek. It's homecoming weekend. And we're about to kick this thing off. Ryan approaches, kicks it up. Fielded right around the 30. That's number 33, Jace Swecker. He gets up from the 30 to about midfield, I think maybe into South Harrison territory, down to the 49. And to be honest, Matt, he had the potential of going all the way there. He did. You know, that was probably a touchdown-saving tackle we saw right there. The defense is going to be tested early. Uh, a little bit of a short kick, uh, probably at the 30 was where he received it at. Uh, and now we're looking at the 49. Be first down and 10 from the South Harrison 49-yard line. The Hawks on defense first. Under center, number two, Joshua Bright hands it off. That goes out to Boggs. Boggs runs ahead, gains about seven. Looks like it's going to bring up second down and three, and seems right off the bat the offensive line gets a nice push. Yeah, yeah, the defense, really nothing special there other than just right at you. Uh, you know, if that's Tigers Valley game, they look to come right at our big guys. Well, we got to close that down. Second down, and really it's, it's closer to four. It's a long, long three. Joshua Bright, the junior quarterback, gets the snap, hands it off to number 30. Daniel White tries to get to the outside. He does, has a first down, hogs it in pursuit, gets by him. And I'm going to tell you something. He did not step out of bounds. He gets into the end zone. It's a Tigers Valley touchdown. And, um, well, um, I guess that's what they think of being an underdog in Lost Creek. 11-12 here in the first quarter, and we have Tigers wow. Valley two plays in. Uh, take a long one uh, down the left-hand side all the way to the end zone. A missed tackle uh, kind of hurt us there a little bit, uh, but once they broke it outside, uh, a lot of speed, and we just couldn't catch him. Liam Depp, the junior, has come on to attempt the extra point. On the hold will be Bright. Snap back. Bright puts it down. Depp kicks up and through the score here with 11-12 to go in the first quarter. Seven to nothing. We barely had time to blink. So we asked the question, is Tigers Valley for real? They have already answered that question. I believe they have, Coach, and now it's going to be up to this South Harrison team to answer. Uh, you know, we're going to see what they're made of right off the bat. We're going to get the ball. 
Uh, they maybe shocked us a little bit right there at the beginning. Let's get the ball back. Let's take it down and score our own. Let's tie this thing back up. South Harrison's offense hasn't really been one this year about big plays, but it has been consistent, steady movement of the football. We've also seen at times where they've had really good drives, and then like last week in the first half against Ritchie County, a bad snap turned everything around. So the Hawks have to be really, really focused, and I know, I guarantee, the coaching staff has focused on this all week long. Depp will kick it away to the Hawks back deep, will be number three, Jacob Haddix, and number 14, Landon McFadden. The kick is up. They kick it right at Haddix, who gets it right around the 16, up over the 25. Tries to get to the outside, and we brought down around the 26-yard line. On that tackle, number 70, Jace Dean. I'm going to tell you something, Matt. Looking at this roster, I really th- – I, I mean – I really felt like Tigers Valley was going to come in with a very experienced football team. They've still got a lot of youth on this team. This is crazy. They do. They do. And, you know, and, and, and even though we saw the running back, we saw it start with their quarterback. Really, mostly everything that Tigers Valley do is going to start with the bright at quarterback. Out of shotgun, Robinson has two receivers to his right. First and 10 from their own 26 in motion was McFadden. We talked about it in the pregame. Snap back to Robinson. Robinson keeps it, lowers his shoulder, plows ahead, gains about five, maybe six, and it'll be be second down. But we talked about Robinson's ability to run the football. Absolutely. Robinson, direct snap, looked like he had no intention other than to take it himself. Uh, and, you know, six or seven yards first on first down, we'll take that every time. Second down. Gets it up to about the 32, maybe the 33, as Matt stated. A six, maybe a seven-yard gain there. McFadden in motion again. Scratch that. Haddock's in motion. Handoff to McFadden, and he is stuffed for a loss. Loss of two brings up third down and five. You know what we saw there? Off, you know, our offensive line got pushed into the backfield. Uh, nowhere to go on that particular one. Third down and five. Tigers Valley comes straight out the gate. Two plays for a touchdown, and now the Hawks going to try to answer. Robinson, shotgun, two receivers to the right. McFadden goes in motion from left to right. Snap comes back to Robinson. Robinson rolls to his right, throws it up the field into the hands of McFadden. He catches it, but it looks like to me he went out of bounds before the first down marker. He did indeed. He's going to be about three yards short, and that's going to bring up fourth down and three. And I'm assuming Coach Underwood will decide to punt it away here. Really like that play call. We roll Robinson out to the right. McFadden coming out of motion, catches the ball. I really just don't think he saw where the first down stake was there. You really got to get past that stake. That was a big third down we really needed to get. On to punt it away for the Hawks. Number 63, Joshua Thomascheck. He punts it down. It's going to be down at the 31-yard line. Thomascheck comes in with 25 punts. He's had 18 down with no returns. He's averaging 37.2 yards per punt. He really has done a tremendous job. He has seven, seven punts over 40 plus yards and has one for 50 that's absolutely fantastic you know it's definitely 
uh, you know, you can switch the field quick uh, when it comes to where we're starting on offense. If, if we can, if we can do some of those punts. Right here we go, Coach. Defense going to come out and get a test uh, after that first series. Let's see what we can do. First down and 10 from the 31. Under center, Bright gets a snap, hands it off to Boggs. Boggs get out to the outside. He's following the lead blocker. He picks up seven or eight. And I'm going to tell you something. This, you know, And we saw this a little bit over the last several weeks. The Hawks struggle initially, um, but then find a way to settle in. I'm going to tell you this. They need to settle in and settle in fast because speaking of fast, that's this Tigers Valley Bulldog team. Absolutely. You've definitely stayed. That's another play to the left side trying to stretch out our defense uh, that was pretty successful. Second down and four. Snap back. Hand off again to Boggs. And Boggs is going to be brought down for a loss all the way back to the 35-yard line. Landon McFadden able to get in there and haul him in. McFadden coming through, making a fantastic play that time. They tried us off to the right side. McFadden come up and said, maybe you should try the left side next time. We're going to close this side down. Absolutely. Third down and six now, all the way back at the at their own 35-yard line. Bright is under center. Hands it off to the up back. That's number 30, Daniel White, and he has nowhere to go. Is number 31, Zachary Hogsett, able to get in there and bring him down. And now Tigers Valley will be forced to punt it away. Great job by the front line right there for South Harrison on defense. They were able to really stand those offensive linemen up for the Bulldogs uh, and, and do a fantastic job stopping that run. We talked about South Harrison settling in. We talked about how they needed to do it quickly, it seems like they did. Snap comes back. The punt is up. It's a pretty good punt. Takes a hop at the South Harrison 41 and then takes the Tigers Valley roll down to about the 31-yard line, and that's where South Harrison will start this drive. Really settled in quick there on defense. Like you said, Coach, We were they got that big six, seven-yard game right off the bat. We settled down. Uh, still had them three and out. That's big. Uh, puts our offense back out onto the field. Uh, and let's uh, let's get some momentum here and get the ball moving. Absolutely. Got to settle in now offensively. You said it, Matt. Got to get this ball moving now. Trailing 7 to nothing with 8.13 to go here in the first quarter are the Hawks in the pistol. Here come the Hawks. Man in motion. Snap back. Hand off McFadden. McFadden following his lead blocker. Got a lot of roomies to midfield. Breaks away from the pack. He's down to the 20, down to the 15. Going to high step it into the end zone. And South Harrison answers with a Landon McFadden run. Wow. 68 yards on the carry for a South Harrison touchdown. Boy, that is what we needed right there. That's fantastic. You know, again, nothing but McFadden coming up the middle. Had a fantastic hole. The offensive line made a humongous hole for him to run through there. And, boy, once McFadden gets in the open field and those burners get going, he's a hard one to catch. The Hawks will go for two here. Seven to six is the score. McFadden in motion from left to right. Snap back to Robinson. Robinson rolls to his right, throws it in. Tries to find McFadden. It'll be broken up there by Tigers Valley's number 55, Willie Walden. He's a senior. Gets his hand on it, knocks it down. The score here with eight minutes to go. South Harrison trailing the Bulldogs 7-6. to six. 
Mountain State Land Surveying, providing boundary surveys for residential, farm, and commercial properties, along with FEMA elevation certificates and construction layout services. Mountain State Land Surveying, call 304-476-8668 for all of your surveying needs. Again, that's Mountain State Land Surveying, 304-476-8668, a proud supporter of South Harrison High School. Richards Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. Installation and service. Phone 304-884-6400. Located in Jane Lou and serving the South Harrison area. Call Richards Heating and Air Conditioning at 304-884-6400. Visit their webpage at richardsheating.com or find them on Facebook under Richards Heating and Air Conditioning. Well, Matt, South Harrison and Landon McFadden wasted no time, took, took it to the house with a 68-yard run. Ryan kicks it up and away. Caught back at the 29-yard line by number, looks like number 81 for the Bulldogs. That is Aiden Rowe. Landon McFadden on the tackle. And now Tigers Valley is going to look to answer here. They are. You know, we need another defensive stand like we just had. You know, now you've got momentum on your side. Let's come out. Let's make a stop. Give the ball back to the offense. Let's see if what we can do here. First and 10 from the Tigers Valley 46-yard line. Out of shotgun is Bright. He rolls to his left, then hands it off to Daniel White. He's got some speed. Breaks multiple tackles. He actually is end up, he's caught, I should say, by number 75, Trey Waller. And that just shows you that Trey did his job on the line and then pursued. Yeah, good pursuit there by South Harrison. That kind of got us when they broke that touchdown. That play looked a little bit like that, running a little left, a broken tackle. Uh, but that time, fortunately, the uh, South Harrison pursuit was able to get there. But, you know, Coach, we're going to have to break our feet down and make some tackles. We've missed a couple big tackles here on number 30. Second down and four from the South Harrison 48. Bright back under center, gets a snap, hands it off. It'll be a first down. On the run this time, number seven, Caden Boggs. I tell you one thing that the Tigers Valley really does show here is they have the versatility of multiple running backs. That's right. Yeah, they, and it looks like they're not afraid to go inside and outside. They're definitely not trying to be one-dimensional as they uh, look like that they really are going both ways with two different running backs at this point. Ball at the 44-yard line of South Harrison. Boggs and White both in the backfield. Bright is under center. Hands it off again this time. To White, he's going to gain three, maybe four on the play. He'll bring up second down. You know, again, we had two or three black jerseys in the backfield, uh, and we're just running past the ball carrier. We really are going to have to break down and make sure that we can make those tackles. Gain of three officially. Down to the 41-yard line, brings up second down and seven. Bright. Hands it off this time to Boggs. Boggs gets maybe to the 40, gain of one, 
Looks like it's going to bring up third down and five. So it sets up for a pretty big third down, I think, for Tigers Valley because I think momentum is really big in any time of any type of athletic contest. And South Harrison really has the has the momentum right now. Absolutely, a stop here keeps the momentum on their side, uh, and so very important play right here for the defense. Third down and five. Ball at the forty. Hand off to Boggs, slips a tackle, stays on his feet, lunges ahead, spins off another tackle, finally going to be brought down inside the 30 on the tackle there for the Hawks, number 21, Noah Dyer. And uh, it moves the chains for the Bulldogs. You know, again, Coach Hathaway has his kids into the backfield. He's putting them in positions uh, to be successful. We've just got to break down uh, and make those tackles. Ball down to the 29-yard line of the Hawks. First and 10. Tigers Valley leading 7-6, to six, and they are driving. Shotgun formation. Two to the right, one to the left. Snap back to Bright. Bright drops. Looks like he's going to pass. Rolls to his left. Passes up the field. Flag is thrown in late. It's an incomplete pass. So probably, what do you think, holding call? Yeah, it looked like big old 72 for the Bulldogs. Had him a handful of jersey there as the quarterback was going around the outside. Uh so we got to take advantage of that. You know, the penalty here uh, moves them back. Uh, in high school, we go from the flag. So that really turns into almost a 16-yard penalty, Coach. Holding call indeed. And, uh, Matt, as you pointed out, that's going to back the ball up all the way back to the 46-yard line. And now it becomes first and a mile. Here come the Bulldogs, right under center. Man in motion, that's 33 out of the backfield. Hand off to Boggs, tries to get to the outside, has some room. Brought down by 21, Noah Dyer, gets down to the 40. So he got a little bit of that back. It's going to bring up second down. You know, we've seen tonight so far in this first quarter that when, when Tigers Valley is in need of a lot of yards, left side, Outside, That seems to be their go-to play. Now, they have a couple different running backs that can run that, but seems like, again, we saw the outside play. South Harrison gets that contained in uh, that time, and we don't have quite as many yards gained. And I'm going to tell you what they keep doing. They keep running away from Landon McFadden. Second down and 20. Hands it off to the up back, and he's brought down. By guess who, number 14, <laughs> Landon McFadden. That's right, the, the before-mentioned McFadden again on that tackle. And you're, you make a good point, Coach. He has done well at that stringing it out on this right-hand side. Uh, so they definitely seem to be making an effort uh, to, make, to, to run away from the side that he is on. Third down and 21. Three receivers. Bright is in shotgun. Snap back. He is going to pass. Forced to run out of the pocket. And gets up near the original line of scrimmage. Run out of bounds by number 10, Jaron Robinson. This appears from where I'm at. It's going to bring up a fourth down and 12 or 13. What do you think happens here? What, what will they decide to do? 
Yeah, I think that, you know, this is a, a, a Coach Bright has a big decision here. Uh, to me, I punt and play the field uh, the field position game. You know, if we can put, you know, if you build them inside the 10, you know, they've got to go the whole distance of the field. We'll see what he decides. I believe that, you know, it's really, you know, uh, it could be go either way at this point. Well, he definitely appears as though he's going to take a timeout to discuss it here and see what, uh, uh, what he can draw up. I almost think they're going to go for it. He, he didn't appear to be moving anything around to punt it, uh, which may or may not be the right decision. I guess it depends on how it goes, right? That's right. You, you know, he could look like a genius here, or he could look like the fool at some point, right? I Absolutely. mean, you know how that goes. Uh, you know, that's, that's uh, as, as my dad would say, that's why he gets paid the big bucks, that's right? <laughs> He's got the big it. decisions to make. Uh, but, you know, not to go unnoticed on that play right there, Robinson on that play out of bounds. Mm-hmm really did a great job of easing up on that runner and not making really a, a, a mental mistake of a real late hit out of bounds. Uh, and, you know, that just shows some good, uh, some good coaching, uh, some good awareness from the player, from Robinson right there, uh, because he knows he's still, they still got a ways to go in first down. Don't do anything to really mess that up at this point. I think that's a good point, which would have made this situation a whole lot different. 3.31 to go here in the first quarter, South Harrison trailing the Bulldogs 7-6, to six, and let's see what the Bulldogs have decided to do here. Fourth down and 12 at the South Harrison 32-yard line. Matt said it earlier, playoffs start tonight for the Hawks. Bulldogs going to go for it. Three receivers, that's two to the right, one to the left. White in the backfield. Bright gets the snap, drops back, looks up the field. Got a lot of pressure in there. He runs out of the pocket. He's also got a lot of speed. He's got some room. He's going to tuck it, and it'll be knocked out of bounds there by number two, Caden Ryan, who knocked him out of bounds right around the 30, maybe the 29-yard line. Point is, the Hawks are going to get the football, but wow, the speed of Bright right there. Yeah, it really was. I mean, when he when you first saw the pressure and you saw him break out of the pocket, uh, I think everybody was kind of holding their breath there for a second because he really uh, did show some speed heading for the sideline. But, again, great job by the South Harrison defense. They really corralled him in to the sideline. Uh, South Harrison ball. Let's go offense. South Harrison will take over at their own 28-yard line out of the pistol formation. In motion is Haddock's. Hand off to McFadden. Same play he ran on the touchdown run. Uh, this time with a different result as White able to wrap him up and throw him down right around the 33-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about five, bring up second down and five. I'll tell you, you know, I saw that ball. That was actually a run right at us, uh, and you saw the hole that the offensive line created there, and really that was probably a touchdown-saving tackle. Uh, again, the offensive line made a fantastic hole for McFadden to come through. If McFadden can get into the second level of the defense, well, probably going to get into the end zone. Snap back. It's going to be an option play. Robinson keeps it. He's got a first down up towards Midfield to about the 45, maybe the 46-yard line. And uh, Robinson able to use his feet to get a first down for the Hawks. Great job by Robinson. But, again, you know, I go back to this offensive line seems to be finding their strength here. Boy, they're really starting to have their way with this Tigers Valley front. Uh, And if they can start having their way and Robinson and McFadden and Haddix can start hitting these big holes, Good things to come, Coach. That's an excellent point. Here come the Hawks. First and ten. 
Ball at the their own 45-yard line. Pistol. Snap back to Robinson. Toss back to McFadden. No, that's Noah Dyer. Noah Dyer running hard but brought down behind the line of scrimmage. And I'll tell you, I like that call. I'll tell you why I like the call. Well, I like the ball getting in Noah Dyer's hands because last week there was a kid running in from, from um, Ritchie County. There's no one within 20 yards. Noah Dyer comes out of nowhere. Like it just like everyone here was like, man, he's got some wheels. If you can get Noah Dyer in the open field, he's got some speed. Yeah, that play looked good. Just seemed to take a little bit of time to develop, uh, which gave Tigers Valley a chance to react. Loss of three, second down and 13. McFadden in motion from left to right. Robinson looks to pass, rolls out. He's got a man wide open. That's McFadden down the field. It's caught. He's at the 30. They're in pursuit. They're not going to get him. McFadden's going to get into the end zone, and just like that, touchdown, but there is some laundry in the backfield. Is it coming back? It's coming back. It looked to me like we got an offensive lineman cutting below the waist. Uh-oh. Uh, we're going to get him with a hold. But either way, it's extremely unfortunate because Robinson's pass that time was on the money. Uh, hit the player in stride. Uh, and that's a shame. But if you can do it once, you can do it twice. Absolutely. So the holding call. From the flag, going to put him back. Wow. All the way down inside their 30-yard line. Looks like about the 27 from where I sat. And that's going to be, what, second down and 27? You know, holding in high school, due to the fact that it goes from the flag, can really be a big penalty. you got a big offensive lineman hold six or seven yards into the backfield. This is, you know, this is the, what the penalty relates to. Second down and 27 indeed. Pistol formation, receivers to the right. McFadden is in the backfield. Robinson looks to pass. He's got a man. It's caught. That's Caden Ryan. Caught up around the 35-yard line. He's tackled immediately. So the Hawks get a little bit of that back. But nice pass. Robinson really looks good tonight. I like the play call. That's a couple times now we've seen Robinson roll to the right. He seems to be comfortable going that way. Uh, and we've seen a couple really good patterns from the receivers. You know, third, you know, second and 27, you know, get, get 10 or so back, and, and let's see what happens. It's interesting you talk about his comfort level rolling to his right. One of Danny's complaints last week was that he was rolling to his left a lot and was very uncomfortable. Not the case here this evening. Out of the pistol. Snap back to Robinson. He drops. He looks up. This time he's rolling to his left. Tries to get his feet set, and he's going to be brought down. Brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Brings up fourth down. That was really a coverage sack uh, there, Coach. You know, I was looking downfield as Robinson was kind of scrambling around. Offensive line seemed to give him plenty of time, uh, but really there just was nobody open. Uh, Bulldogs did a great job that time covering the secondary. Hawks will be forced to punt it away, facing a fourth down and about 23. Thomas check out there. Snap comes back. Flag is thrown. Punt is up. Short punt. Takes a hop at the South Harrison 45. And it'll rest right around the 47. Uh, but, again, there is laundry on the field. Awaiting the call. It was thrown it was thrown right on the snap. Looks like probably not enough men on the line of scrimmage, if I was guessing. Uh, uh, like you said, as quickly as the flag came out, 
but I don't know. It looks like they might be talking to the uh, South Harrison. So we'll see what the White Hat comes out with here. False start against the offense. So what? First down. First down Bulldogs. So, so break this down for me. Uh, they accepted the penalty. So. They, get, they really get the option there, Coach. I mean, the, the, since it was a short punt, the coach is going to take the option to take the five yards from where the play ended, which would be the end of the kick. So gotcha. they got the five yards. Gotcha. So it was, now, now we're sitting at about the 44 instead of the 49. First and 10 from the South Harrison 44. Bright hands it off to, to Boggs. Or excuse me, that's White. And he's going to lose a yard or two on the play. Number 75, Trey Waller able to get in there on the tackle. And that's going to bring the first quarter to a close. The score here in Lost Creek, Tigers Valley 7, South Harrison 6. Hello, this is Tom Sears. I wear many hats, but I would like to speak to you about one of the more important ones. I just wanted to encourage you and let you know there is hope, and it's spelled J-E-S-U-S. He is your answer, your help, and he is your hope. I pastor at New Beginnings Church, and if you don't have a home church, I wanted to personally invite you to ours. We offer various ministries, but our focus is reaching people where they are. Our service begins at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings, and we are located in Good Hope, and I hope to see you there. Back here live at Gary Barnett Field. The Hawks were forced to punt it away, and now it'll be second down and 12 for the Tigers Valley Bulldogs uh, from the South Harrison 46. What did you think about the first quarter? You know, uh, it, it seems like these teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, South Harrison might have got a little bit surprised by the speed of Tigers Valley, uh, but it was nice to see them settle down and see some McFadden speed scoring, you know, for the for the Hawks. Second down and 12. Bright is under center. Snap back. Hands it off to Boggs. Boggs tries to go up the middle and then bounces to the outside. And Wow. Uh, Caden Ryan was in pursuit, and he just kind of did a little, little, I don't know, a little juke move there and then was able to get up ahead. It was really a play that could have been busted quickly, but he made something of it. He absolutely did. I mean, you, you're looking at that being a three-yard gain or so, uh, but could have easily been a three-yard loss. Uh, so, yeah, nice job by Boggs there uh, getting to the outside on that busted play. Third down and seven. Hand off again to Boggs. He's hit by number 53, Jason Lassimar, who is the leading, who leads the team in tackles. And maybe a yard gained there brings up fourth down and, and six. Another big play here for this defense. Uh, looking for them to make a stand. Let's see what happens here. Bulldogs will go for it. The ball resting at the South Harrison 40-yard line. No, they're going to punt it. 
Snap back. The punt is up. Takes a hop at the 25, and Tigers Valley roll down to the 19, and that's where the Hawks will start from their own 19-yard line. I'm okay with that, Coach. You know, that starting 19-yard line, not the worst field starting position. Uh, you know, again, I, I would really I really like to see the play calling we've seen so far. I'd like to see Robinson rolling out. I'd like to see some of these passes. Uh, keeps Tigers Valley back on its heels it to where, you know, McFadden gets one. Uh, you know, they're already back. It gives them a good head start. First down and 10 from their own 19. Ball back to Robinson. Hand off to McFadden. Trying to find some room. Gets up to the 30. Stays on his feet. Takes a hit and goes up to about the 35-yard line, which will, in fact, be enough to move the chains and give South Harrison a first down. You know, McFadden going right side over top of the tackle. Again, a really nice hole uh, that's come there. And then once <laughs> you mentioned it earlier, Coach, McFadden gets to the second level. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, and he really he almost broke one there. Absolutely. I think he just ran. It was a short side of the field. He just ran out of room. First and 10. Ball at the 35-yard line. That last run, a gain of 15. Snap back. Hands it off to McFadden again. Tries to get to the outside. He's hit and brought down. This time on the tackle, number 81, Aiden Rowe, and he's assisted by number 33, Jace Swecker. Gain of three. Trying the left side a little bit that time. Again, uh, not a big gain, but, you know, again, you'll take three yards on first down. Uh, you'd rather, much rather have second and seven than second or 13, so we'll take it. Snap back to Robinson. Hand off to Haddix. Haddix runs straight ahead. He's hit low by number 42, Landon Kyle, and gains a couple. It's going to bring up third down and five, a short five. Ball at the 41-yard line. Big third down for the Hawks. I would be shocked if we don't call up on the, the big guys up front again here. Uh, you know, possibly seeing McFadden or Robinson one coming directly out of the backfield. Movement. Big. Big right there, Coach. Hard count there by Jaron Robinson appears to have drawn the Tigers Valley Bulldogs offsides. Indeed, it does, and that will give the Hawks first down. Smart football. Very smart football. And, you know, that's in games like this, you need smart football players. And good hard count there by Robinson draws the Bulldogs off. First and ten, offense is moving the football. First down and 10 from the from their own 46. Robinson's going to keep it this time. Tries to get to the outside. He's hit initially and spins off a tackle. Brought down. Gain of about three as he nears midfield. Those types of plays right there, Coach, you look for those to start paying off in late third, early fourth quarter. Uh, we just continue to beat the ball up inside. Uh, you're looking to wear these Bulldogs down. Uh, next thing you know, you squirt one of those free, and, and, and you're going into the end zone. We talked about it. South Harrison's offense has been more consistent and methodical, wear teams down. 
seems to be working this evening. Second down and seven, handoff McFadden. A lot of room, first down, gets down to about the 42-yard line of the Tigers Valley Bulldogs, and again, the chains are moving for the Hawks. Wow, a big, big block right there by number 63 for South Harrison. Really got between his player and that hole. Again, a really, really nice hole we're making up front uh, for these running backs to get through. Joshua Thomas check there with that block that really propelled McFadden forward to pick up that first down. Ball at the 42-yard line. The Hawks are moving. Snap back. McFadden tosses back to, or excuse me, Robinson tosses back to McFadden. It's a buff to play, loss of about two. Bring up second down. Not really sure what happened there. It looked like maybe somebody from Taggart's Valley was in our huddle. <laughs> we, got the, we got the handoff, and there was three guys waiting on us. Uh, they seemed to know where that one was going. Loss on the play. Officially, it's a three-yard loss. Brings up second down in 13. Ball just inside the 45-yard line. Snap back. Hand off to McFadden. McFadden runs straight ahead. Wrapped up, brought down. Good gain there. And it appears it's going to bring up about third down and we'll call it six. Got some of those yards back there with McFadden uh, running the ball. Again, puts our offense in a doable third down here. Under eight minutes to go here in the first half. Robinson hands it off this time to Haddix. Haddix hit low, gains about three. He's down to the 35-yard line. And it's going to bring up fourth down and a long three, fourth down and four, somewhere in there. Like we said, Coach, playoffs start tonight. And they start maybe on this fourth down play as it looks like the Hawks are going to go for it. They are indeed. Here come the Hawks. Big fourth down. McFadden in the backfield gets the ball. And the first down just runs over a Tigers Valley Bulldog defender. Just his guts, his heart, and it is a South Harrison first down. You know, the great thing about this is, is we're not only seeing great offensive play, but, boy, these running backs are not avoiding contact. They are putting the pop on Tigers Valley when they come to make the tackle. And, again, you hope that pays off late third, early fourth quarter. Uh, at some point, uh, even your best player hates to be getting hit on all the time. First and ten from the 27. Snap back, hand off to Haddix. Haddix runs ahead. He's hit by number 55, Willie Walden, and brought down Looks like a gain of two, maybe three. Ball down to the 25-yard line. Nice, slow, methodical drive. This is South Harrison football. Uh, three yards here, four yards there. Uh, you got to think that this is making Coach Underwood pretty happy chewing up this clock and moving the ball. Second down and seven. Hand off to McFadden. Nope, it's a fake. And Robinson goes to the other side, picks up the first down. And I'm going to tell you something. Number 81 for Tigers Valley, Aiden Rowe, saved a touchdown there as the entire Tigers Valley defense bit on McFadden. Absolutely. The defensive end right there for Tigers Valley 
was in perfect position. Uh, and on that fake, he was totally sucked into McFadden. Uh, and next thing you know, I think he looks up and Robinson's about 10 yards beyond him. Timeout on the field. Tigers Valley needs to talk about it. Don't forget about our friends at the Good Hopes Hawk Nest as uh, they sponsor our halftime broadcast coming up in about 5 minutes and 32 seconds. But they have extended their restaurant hours for every South Harrison Hawks home game. The restaurant and convenience store will both be open until 10 p.m. Also, Saturday's WVU game day special will include one medium, one topping pizza, a dozen chicken wings, and two two liters of Pepsi for $19.95. Each special purchase will give you one entry to win two free tickets to a WVU football game. Coming out of the timeout, looks like Tigers Valley making their way back onto the field. Here come the Hawks. What a nice advantage it would be for the Hawks to go into halftime with a lead and get the football to start the second half. Well, and not only that, a drive like this, if they can cap this off with a touchdown, it speaks volumes of really what they could do as this game continues to wind on. Hand off to McFadden, running hard, straight ahead. He's hit, stays on his feet, and then finally will be brought down. The ball bobbles around, but I believe they're going to call the play dead. Um, I'm not sure that that wasn't a fumble, but regardless, the Hawks keep possession. A gain of four, bring up second down and six. Again, McFadden up over the right-hand side behind the tackles and the guards there on that side, and you know, four yards is, a, you know, I, I, we consider that a plus. Ball down to the 12-yard line. Snap back. Fakes the handoff to Haddix and then pitches it back to McFadden. And McFadden gets into the end zone. It's a touchdown, but it was almost a disaster. Just a great athletic play right there by McFadden on that option. We saw... The ball hit the ground, uh, and everybody knows that the, uh, the football is oblong, and you just never know what you're going to happen uh, when that ball hits the ground. Fortunately, that time it popped right back up in McFadden's hands, uh, and he was able to put it in the end zone. 12-7 to 7 is the score awaiting the two-point conversion attempt. McFadden will be at quarterback, which means he's going to run it. He does indeed, and gets in 14-7. to 7 is the score here at Gary Barnett Field with 4.52 to go here in the second quarter. And you talked about the methodical, consistent drive there by the South Harrison Hawks ate up a lot of the clock. It's got to be to their benefit. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's you got to imagine that the confidence, you know, I know Coach Underwood and his staff probably love those 90-yard touchdowns. But, boy, you got to feel good when your offense comes in and puts one in where your starting position was at the 19. You went basically the entire length of this football field and put it in the end zone and then to cap it off with that two-point conversion to give your team a full seven-point lead. you got to feel good at this point. You got Your defense has got to feel good coming back out on the field. And if you're Taggart's Valley – uh, you know, how do you respond at this point is, is is maybe the question. The danger here, I think, for Tigers Valley is 
I think they have to respond here in the in late in this second quarter. If they are unable to do that, the Hawks take momentum into the locker room, potentially bringing momentum back out with them, and they get the football first to start the second half. Caden Ryan lines up to kick it away. Looks like Boggs and White are back deep for the Bulldogs. It's a low kick, onside attempt. It's bobbled, and I do believe that the Bulldogs come up with it. What do you think about that call there, 4.52 to go, give Packers Valley the short field? Uh, I, You know, I don't like it, Coach. I think the way your defense has been playing, you kick that ball deep. You make Tigers Valley earn this field position. You make them earn it. Uh, I can also respect, you know, Coach, at this point, nobody in this, sta- nobody in this stadium is expecting an onside kick. True. So, you know, the, the, you know, I can also respect the uh, trying to surprise there a little bit. Yeah, if South Harrison falls on top of it, it's a gutsy call, right? right, right. <laughs> it works out well. All right, here come the Bulldogs at midfield. Bright's going to pass. Well, he's forced out of the pocket now. Not a whole lot of room. He's going to lose about four on the play. It oh, did. looks like we might have a blindside block over there, Coach. Kind of a come in at the last second. It looked like uh, we'll see what the uh, officials have here. But a good job there by the secondary. Again, great coverage, uh, forcing Bright uh, to really just kind of eat the ball and head to the sideline. See what the call is over here. I didn't even see a flag. I, I see it now, but I did not see it. What did he call? Uh, block in the back. Block in the back against the Bulldogs. It makes that onside kick attempt okay now. Yeah, and, and you know, Coach Bright's about ready to come out of his shoes over there. I mean, you know, it's just not smart football. We already had the quarterback surrounded. He was going out of bounds. We, he didn't need that block. Uh, you know, now now they're sitting back uh, with a long first down. First down in 25. Snap back. Bright looking to pass. Now he's forced to run, and Robinson, after a five-yard gain, able to haul him in right at the 40-yard line. We're really, really getting a good push uh, upfield from our ends. Our defensive ends are getting a good push. The pocket is collapsing very quick on Bright, uh, and the secondary is doing a great job covering. Uh, you know, He had very limited options right there other than just tuck the ball and go. Second down and 20 now. Bright goes back under center. Hands it off to the ball carrier this time. Number 33, Jace Swecker, who's going to gain maybe seven on the play. And the thing about gaining seven is you still have 13 to go. You saw a little bit of that speed you were talking about with Dyer right there as we saw the Tigers Valley running back kind of breaking into the open uh, and Dyer with some great closing speed uh, really turned that into a smaller game than what it could have been. Third down and 13. 
from the 47. Toss back to White. Tries to get to the outside. He's forced back to the middle of the field where he encounters number 75, Trey Waller. And uh, it's fourth down. Great, great job by the defensive line again. Uh, the linebacking core, the entire middle of that defense really closed that down fast. Uh, and, you know, here we have a timeout. Uh, really smart coaching here. Save the clock. Let's see if we can get some more points before half. South Harrison leading the Bulldogs of Tigers Valley 14-7. 3.03 to go. Timeout on the field. We'll take one as well. Stay tuned. Mountain State Land Surveying, providing boundary surveys for residential, farm, and commercial properties, along with FEMA elevation certificates and construction layout services. Mountain State Land Surveying, call 304-476-8668 for all of your surveying needs. Again, that's Mountain State Land Surveying, 304-476-8668, a proud supporter of South Harrison High School. South Harrison leading here at Gary Barnett Field 14-7 as teams come back from their sidelines after the timeout. Three oh three to go. Tigers Valley is going to punt it away. The punt is up. It's a good punt. Takes a hop at the 30. South Harris, or excuse me, a Tigers Valley roll. And a flag comes in late. I'm sure it's going to be some sort of unnecessary roughness or something, right? Looked like probably another block in the back. Uh, whatever it was was unnecessary for sure. Uh, we were letting <laughs> the ball roll around on the ground. Uh, I, don't, I don't see a reason to do any type of a block there. And, you know, uh, you could see McFadden really wanted to pick that ball and go with it, but he realized he probably should wait. And uh, really an unnecessary unnecessary penalty right there. It is, in fact, a block in the back against the Hawks. It is nice, Matt, having a an official up here with me this evening. It's definitely nice to see the, the field from – it's it's way easier to call the game from up here than it is from I'm down sure, there. It's, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> things are much more visible. Yeah, there's a crisis really in the state of West Virginia and around the nation for uh, for high school officials. There really is. We need more folks in, in, in our local boards. Uh, we need folks that want to go out and be officials for sure. Snap comes back to Robinson. And it's a handoff to Haddix, and he's going to be brought down right around the six-yard line tackled for a loss of about three maybe four it's going to bring second down and long that was a really really good play right there by uh tigers valley you know they really were into the backfield made a great play and now you kind of hope that the momentum doesn't swing you really need something here from the offense uh to to move the ball out of that into the field we don't want to give the ball back to tigers valley down here so they can score before half out of the pistol, Robinson standing at his own one-yard line. Hands it off to Haddix. No. Fakes the handoff. I thought it was going to be a safety, and Robinson runs out. I had the same trouble Tigers Valley had there. Got faked. <laughs> yeah, and it's a good thing that the, the fake happened because the, the guy they faked to was tackled about three yards deep in the yes, end zone. he was. So uh, we're looking a lot better here at third and three than we were uh, a two-point safety. Gain of 11. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you. 
have hot chocolate delivered to us here in the press box. That's always a nice thing. Very pleasant surprise on this cold evening. Our athletic director, Sabrina Skidmore, carried hot chocolate up for all of the workers in the press box. Handoff to Landon McFadden. He's got a first down and more. Bounces off multiple tackles and gets up over the 35 to the 36. It's going to be brought down. And, uh, <laughs> oh, boy, you see why Coach Underwood took that timeout. I think maybe you took another one. Yeah, I mean, with about 123 left here in the second before halftime, uh, you have to think that Coach Underwood's sensing some momentum uh, and is one to try to get down there and score again. 123 to go, timeout on the field. We'll take one as well. Number 15, South Harrison leading. Number 6, Tigers Valley, 14-7. to seven. Richards Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. Installation and service. Phone 304-884-6400. Located in Jane Lou and serving the South Harrison area. Call Richards Heating and Air Conditioning at 304-884-6400. Visit their webpage at richardsheating.com or find them on Facebook under Richards Heating and Air Conditioning. Fourteen to seven is the score with one twenty-three to go. Stay tuned for the Good Hope Hawks Nest halftime show. I'll announce the winner of tonight's coaches cookoff. Will it be Coach Tate's lasagna that survives another week, or Coach Hathaway's tacos? You don't want to miss that. Hand off to McFadden. No, it's a f another fake and a pass up the field to Jacob Haddix, who's got it caught. It's to the 30, 25, down to the 20. He'll be knocked out of bounds by number seven, Boggs. And uh, I'll tell you, they're doing a good job tonight. I mean, I don't know if, it, if it's having the same effect on you, but they're doing a really good job of faking that handoff, that play-action pass right there. It's a true winner for the Hawks. I absolutely love the call. You've got to think Tigers Valley was expecting to run. Uh, they had 10 guys in the box, so you know they were looking to stop the run. They were daring South Harrison to pass the ball, and they did. And, and uh, you know, <laughs> with 113, we're moving the ball, looking for another touchdown here. Ball down to the Tigers Valley, 17. Robinson gets the snap and he'll keep it. He's running strong. He's hit low and brought down by Boggs. Gets down inside the 15-yard line. Trying to get him to hurry up here a little bit. You know Coach Underwood's trying to probably save that last time out. So, uh, wanting to get him to the line of scrimmage here and get a play in. 50 seconds to go. Second down and six. Snap back. Hand off McFadden. Nice job there. I saw... Offensive lineman number 65, Ethan Kelly, really opening up a hole there for McFadden to get through. It's a first down. Clock stops. Now it's running. 35 seconds to go. Haddix in motion from right to left. Hand off to McFadden. McFadden gets to the five. He'll be brought down, and Coach Underwood takes his final timeout. I like it. I like it. You know, Coach Underwood didn't, you know – First down, he let his team get up and say, let, you know, let's see if we can catch them off guard when they're, you know, not set. Uh, Tigers Valley did a good job responding to that and did get us down. Uh, but, you know, Coach Underwood still having that one timeout, 28 seconds. Uh, let's see what we can draw up here and try to get it in the end zone. 
you expect to see a pass coming out here first just because there's only 28 seconds left and you only have – well, you have no timeouts remaining. You expect maybe to see Coach Underwood call a pass play here to uh, um, to preserve that clock. You know, I, I, I think the general wisdom of football would say that. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't try to see, you know, a, a Robinson keeper here uh, or even a McFadden up the middle. With 28 seconds uh, in this close of quarters, I think you could get the line back quick enough uh, and, and, and probably still get a, a playoff uh, to stop the clock uh, if need be. Here we go. First and goal from the five. Dyer in the backfield. A pass indeed into the end zone to McFadden for a South Harrison touchdown. I could have predicted that just by where McFadden lined up. I knew that uh, it was probably going to be a pass. It was complete touchdown. Nice adjustment by McFadden, too, once the ball was in the air. It was just a tad bit behind him, but he did a great job of reaching behind him and, and catching that ball in the end zone. And, again, uh, Coach really impressed with Robinson's uh, accuracy tonight. Uh, he's really putting the ball out there for these guys to catch. Two-point conversion attempt. McFadden playing quarterback. Snap back. He just runs straight ahead and into the end zone two-point conversion attempt is good so the score is 22 to 7 South Harrison now on top and again I hate to continue to repeat this they get the football first to start the second half well you know that's that that's why the the again the general wisdom of most football coaches nowadays is to defer to the second half because if you can have a great first half like South Harrison has had here to get the ball to start the second half to, to start the second half. That's huge. Uh, and you could really extend your lead. Tigers Valley really in many ways get really close to uh, um, being put out of this game. I think they are probably a little bit shocked at the, at the fact that South Harrison has put the ball in the air. Uh, you know, <laughs> They've put – there's been a lot of these plays where they've had ten guys in the box. They're daring South Harrison to throw, and, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, a staple in South Harrison football for years that they're going to run the football. But tonight they've been really successful putting the ball in the air. Caden Ryan out to kick it away for the Hawks. It'll be Boggs and number 42, Landon Kyle back deep I'm trying to spot white out there I don't know if there's an injury or what it's a short kick fielded right around the 35 I should say and number 33 Jace Swecker able to get up to the 40 so they'll have 20 seconds to try to make something happen here trailing the Hawks 22 to 7 looks like Bright's coming back on the field there coach coming out to the huddle 20 seconds remaining ball at the 41 yard line Boggs is out wide trips to the right snap back quick pass out 
Screen pass. It's caught by number 81, Aiden Rowe. And he's going to gain about six. And Tigers Valley will take a timeout. Seemed like they let a lot of the clock run off there, Coach, before they called that timeout. They started that play uh, with, a, what, about 20 seconds, 20 seconds I believe. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that screen pass for seven yards, uh, it just seemed like it just took a long time to develop. And then the, it took the, it seemed to take a while to get to even the, the, the timeout call, which is you know, great for South Harrison, but just seemed to not probably work out, I'm sure, as Coach Bright from Tigers Valley was looking for it, too. So they'll have seven seconds. I assume here that you've got one play, right? You're going to try to launch it down the field or try to spread the defense out and maybe a quarterback keeper draw. I guess well, that's more than one play. Yeah, isn't it? you know, you know the way that the way the evening's been going. I don't know if Bright's really going to have enough time uh, for his receivers to to run streaks down the field at this point. I mean, uh, if he can even throw the ball that far, uh, but we're about to find out. He will pass. Being forced out of the pocket as Trey Waller is in pursuit. Runs out of bounds, but the clock runs out here on this first half. The Hawks will go into the locker room with a 22-7 lead, leading number six in single way, Tigers Valley, at the half. Welcome inside the Good Hope Hawks Nest halftime show. Wow, both teams making their way to the locker room. Tigers Valley going to try to adjust, and I'm, I'm assuming the Hawks going to try to keep the uh, pedal to the metal, so to speak. Home, homecoming weekend here for South Harrison. It's a wonderful crowd. You were talking about during the break there, one of the, the great things about this South Harrison fan base is that they travel well. They support the Hawks, right? Absolutely. You know, you look down into these stands, and there is limited seats available. Uh, not only that, not only do the do you have the alumni and the parents to come out and support, but the student section is is fabulous. It's probably one of the best uh, that I've seen as far as coming out and really really supporting their team. South Harrison High School marching band making their way onto the field, as we have mentioned. As we have mentioned multiple times, it is homecoming. And uh, the homecoming princesses are making their way onto the field as well. Well, every single week, Danny and I have been participating in the coaches' cook-off. And it's been a lot of fun. If Danny were here right now, he'd say, you know what? It's a great competition to be a part of. And tonight, well, I was flying solo, and but I had an opportunity. Coach Hathaway was the chef of the of the day, I suppose, and he made tacos. Now, the first thing I noticed, Matt, when I walked in, if you're going to have tacos, you have to have all of the arrangement right there, right? So there's lettuce, there's tomato, there's cheese, there's sour cream, there's salsa, there's peppers, all kind of different stuff right there for you. Spicy rice, had the ground beef, and it had the uh, chicken. Of course, your shells, different different shells. So 
Uh, up until this point, Coach Tate has survived and advanced every single week. We had a little bit of a hiccup last week, right? So um, Coach Hayhurst had made the python pork steak, no python included, and it, I thought it was good. It was my pick to win, but Danny said he still preferred lasagna, being Italian as he is. And then so I, I go to um, uh, the assistant principal, Adam Belcastro, for an opportunity to have a tiebreaker. And so he was like, listen, it was really, really good, but with, with, with a name like Belcastro, you got to stick with lasagna. So he did. So the tiebreaker went to Coach Tate. So this evening, flying solo, I have like the, I have like the power, right? I have the opportunity to pick it on my own. And, uh, well, did indeed. So the coach's cook-off continues here in Lost Creek, and I have a winner. And we'll need no tiebreaker tonight. There will be no tiebreaker. Uh, you no. Know, we're going to have to go with your decision. No matter what red flags are tossed at this point, it isn't going to matter. <laughs> it's uh, not going to matter. Choice. There is no appeal. There is no incident replay. There is no uh, reviewing this, right? So here we go. That's my attempt at a drum roll, by the way. Um, I am going to go with the tacos. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Breaking news. Breaking news in Las Creek. Absolutely. Yes. I'm going with the tacos because it was just, I don't know, it was good. It was good. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all it has to be is good. It has to be better than the last meal, right? That's right. It was indeed. Big, big evening here in Lost Creek. Tacos win. Well, and you know, it sounds like from hearing you talk, it wasn't only the food, but it was the preparation. It yes. Like, uh, Coach Hathaway, you know, had all of his bases covered. It didn't matter if you were a beef guy or a chicken guy. You know, he had you covered. Variety of shells. Yes. I mean, you can tell he's probably put some thought into this and, you know, going he home was a going for the tonight. win. He was going for the win. There's no doubt about that. He was definitely going for the win, and he got it. He got the W. And Coach Tate had a nice run. Lasagna, it lasted for, well, it was the first meal of the coach's cook-off. So it has survived all the while. The tacos went out in the end. And I think we have one more, Coach McCaffrey. I don't know what's on the menu. We'll have to wait and see. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. South Harrison High School Marching Band down there on the field as the homecoming princesses make their way out big crowd here in Lost Creek, but the big story really is the fact that the South Harrison Hawks right now, at least, leading the number six team in single A, Tigers Valley, 22-7. to It was a game where we saw Tigers Valley jump out to a lead in two plays, right? Jump out 7 nothing. We both kind of look at each other and we're like, I really don't know what's going to happen. But the Hawks, they were able to answer and answer indeed to the tune of 22 unanswered points thus far. Absolutely. And, you know, they've really done it in in South Harrison football style. You know, they've really – that long methodical drive that was their second score, uh, you know – 
this team, the, the offensive line has been doing a fantastic job tonight, not only run blocking, uh, but even giving Robinson time on these passes, which I think has taken us all a little bit off guard uh, in the fact that we are throwing the ball as much as we are. Uh, I can tell for sure it's taking Tigers Valley off guard because uh, they just don't seem to really be prepared for that on some of these big passes. Yeah, they really – I think you made a very interesting, valid point there. You know, when you're scouting South Harrison, you're coming in, you're saying, listen, McFadden, 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 which has been the, the, the call from this broadcast team really over the last several weeks. Danny really, really talked about it, about how important Jaron Robinson was to getting this offense clicking. Jaron Robinson has been huge thus far here in the first half. You talk about what he's been able to do, not only on the ground, but more importantly, as you point out, what he's been able to do in the air. Again, scouting the South Harrison team, you're not really concerned about what the Hawks are going to do through the air, especially when you begin to break down their passing stats. Coming into the game, Jaron Robinson was 14 of 30, for 146 yards, he had two touchdowns and four interceptions. That has not been the story here tonight. He's been able to punch it into the end zone multiple times, and it's come up big for the Hawks. Well, and let's not forget, you know, he's lost some of that. He had a fantastic – we had a long pass that was called back with a hold uh, that's not even going to show up in the stats tonight that was on the money that, that went for a 60-yard touchdown that we had called back. So – you know, it's 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 been a good night for Robinson, and I and I'll tell you, maybe it's the small things at this point, but his fakes to the to the backs on these play actions have been absolutely fabulous. I know there's been a couple times we've been up here in the booth, we weren't even sure who had the ball. He's done a great job of play action off of that. Again, as you say, uh, the Tigers Valley's thinking McFadden, McFadden, Haddocks, uh, and then suddenly. You come out of the ball. You're rolling him to the right. I really like seeing that tonight. That definitely seems to be his strength. Uh, and then he's hitting people really in stride uh, on these passing games. Yeah, I think that they really they, – they are playing very comfortable tonight. Do you get that sense as well? Like, I mean, when you watch them out there on the field, they appear to be really, really comfortable, they being the Hawks. Last week at times they looked – uneasy they did not look comfortable I think they've really settled into this football game I think Tigers Valley may have their hands full yeah you know I was a little bit concerned as I know you was when we saw that first score from Tigers Valley they come out we're two plays in 11 minutes 12 seconds still to go in the first quarter South Harris is down seven nothing uh but I but you know I really saw the coaching staff from South Harrison they pulled the kids aside here on the sideline. I didn't really see panic on their end. We saw panic probably in the booth, but we didn't see panic on their end. Uh, and they really came out uh, and really turned that entire half around. And you got to think that, that Tigers Valley right now is sitting in the locker room thinking, uh, you know, what's our next move? Because they're the team that's definitely on the ropes at this point. Homecoming festivities continue here at Gary Barnett Field. We typically take the time during halftime to discuss the uh, performance of the Mountaineers. They got a, their hands full tomorrow um, with Oklahoma. Uh, Austin Kendall was hurt in the first drive of the uh, play last, last week. And I noticed that, uh, well, it was yesterday that Coach Brown came out and said, listen, 
Uh, unless something changes between now and Saturday, Austin Kendall's going to get the start. There was actually rumors starting to fly that Trey Lowe was going to get the nod. Yeah, and I think that, you know, there's a few Mountaineer hopefuls out there that's that, that you know, is, 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 is really touting the Trey Lowe uh, horn at this point. But, you know, uh, Coach Brown is the one that sees these guys in practice every day. He's the one who knows who he wants to go. And, yeah, as far as we know at this point, you know, it, it looks like it's going to be Kendall uh, that's going to get the nod, uh, as, as like you said, as long as we don't see anything happen between uh, now and then. But, you know, the, 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 real, the real story for WVU at this point, you know, the last two games of Texas and Iowa State, seven giveaways led to 35 points. Uh, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Uh, if we're doing that, uh, it's going to be hard to win games in the Big 12. Uh, and we have a tough schedule. You know, Jalen Hurts coming in now for for Oklahoma, uh, and and you know that schedule just continues to get more and more difficult. Talk about Jalen Hurts, he has put the Hurts on several teams already this season. What a tremendous football player he is, isn't he? I mean, you almost when you think about how good Jalen Hurts is, and then you think about the fact that he left Alabama, right? I mean, like think about that for a moment he left because he wasn't going to play he comes to Oklahoma this guy's good West Virginia better find a way to slow him down tomorrow yeah you know if, if any other coach lets Jalen Hurts go uh we might be calling into question what they're thinking uh but you've got Nick Saban who would quickly flash his rings uh and and tell you that he knows what he's doing and and you know obviously he's got you know quarterback down there that's doing just a fine job for him but boy what a fine for Oklahoma I mean to be able to pick this kid up hurts uh and he's come in and just really pure athletic ability uh, is really what this young man has. Uh, and you're right. We've seen him put the hurts on a lot of teams so far this year. He really has. You're listening to the Good Hope Hawks Nest Halftime Show. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that the Good Hope Hawks Nest has extended its restaurant hours for every South Harrison Hawk home game. The restaurant and convenience store will both be open until 10 p.m. Also, Saturday's WVU game day special will include one medium, one topping pizza, a dozen chicken wings, and two two liters of Pepsi for $19.95. Each special purchased will give you one entry to win two free tickets to a WVU football game. Well, well Matt, Danny and I have um, – Danny and I – um, over the last several weeks, we're, we're both really competitive, so we're, you know, we're going to compete against each other. And last week, I picked West Virginia to beat Iowa State. I, I would like to believe if Austin Kendall doesn't get hurt, that very well may have happened, but uh, we will never know. Danny, however, picked Iowa State to win, so he... He won that round. The two weeks previous, we both had picked against West Virginia, and they played well. I mean, they, they win a game, and then they turn around and play pretty good against Texas, um, even with the four turnovers. So let's talk about what do you think? You think uh, they, do they have a chance tomorrow against Oklahoma? Is there any chance whatsoever? Well, I think there's always a chance. Uh, that's why we play the game, right? That's that's that we're all going to go out there and we're going to root on WVU for sure. A lot of things stacked in their favor. I mean, obviously, you know, you worry about the starting quarterback situation for WVU. Uh, 
they, they, they've lost a little bit of depth on defense, which hurts. Uh, and you're playing at Oklahoma. Uh, never an easy place to play. The past would say uh, that even some of the better West Virginia teams have really struggled uh, to get that win in Oklahoma. As a matter of fact, it's not happened. So, you know, the fact that this team could go in and do it seems pretty unlikely. Okay, so I don't I don't think <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't I never feel comfortable picking against the Mountaineers just because it feels wrong. Right? But I am I am more confident tonight to pick against them than I've ever been. I, I really don't think they have a chance tomorrow. I really don't. Uh, the question is, can they keep it close? We're going to pause for one second and give the opportunity. They're about to choose the homecoming queen here in Lost Creek, and let's, uh, let's listen to the announcement as it's made here this evening. And your 2019 homecoming princess is Lexi Hall. Lexi Hall is the 2019 South Harrison High School homecoming queen. And, uh... She, uh, she's an athlete that I coach. She runs track uh, for me. And so congratulations to Lexi. Okay, so I had asked you right before that, can West Virginia keep it close? Just what do you think? I mean, I, I know what you hope for, but what do you think? I'm afraid I, 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 I don't think they can keep it close. If it's in Morgantown and you've got 65,000 screaming fans there, you know, I think there's a better chance to keep it close till, till, till the end. Uh, I think going into Oklahoma, I think there's a lot of youth still on this team. Uh, you know, I think that, again, the defense has, has really taken some hits on the depth chart, uh, so I think there's some struggle there. And so, you know, I, I don't feel confident in, in thinking that WV really can keep it close this year. Uh, I just yeah, – I think they're going to have their hands full. Yeah, I I agree. I, I wish I didn't agree, and I wish I had some better response to counter that, but I, I just don't. I just – Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. I, I – I think, number one, I think that Kendall is going to go into Oklahoma, which is where he transferred from. and I, So I think there's going to be that storyline. And I, I, I don't know what you think. I just – I don't think he's played that well. Like, I – I mean, I don't, I don't think he's played that well. I mean, he's, I don't know how else to say it. He's come in with a lot of hype. Uh, you know, I mean, when he when he came in, you know, there was so many things surrounding him. Is you know, why would why would the coach at Oklahoma even let him transfer, especially to another Big Twelve team uh, that they would have to face? And so he comes in, you know, with that, uh, and like you said, now he's going back to face that team yeah. that that he has kind of grown up with per se. Uh, but here's what I'll say, you know, when we look at this season and we talk about that. You know, you've heard, you know, the, the motto of the Mountaineers and trusting the climb, and you've heard Coach Brown get up. I really have a lot of high praise for Coach Brown. I, I, I see 
this is a guy that knew he was coming in. The cupboard was going to be a little bare this year. Uh, he was still actually able to do a great job recruiting, even though he kind of caught into there late. Um, and, you know, you look at his past, his first year wasn't that good at, mm. at Troy. Now, am I saying Troy is it plays in a division like the Big 12? I absolutely am not. Mm. But what I'll say is his next couple years, he was in double-digit wins. Uh, he turned that program around. Uh, and I really think that he's got him moving in the right direction. He's just got to get his personnel in there uh, and, and, and really get their feet on what he wants to do and understand how he wants to play the game. I could not agree more. And, you know, Danny and I have talked about it, as have all Mountaineer fans. I really do believe we have a winner in Neil Brown. And I'm excited to see the program that he establishes. As you mentioned, trust the climb. I'm really excited to see where he takes us. Uh, I think he's I think he's already exceeded expectations. and I'm, So I'm excited to see what he's able to do when he gets the type of recruits that he wants to run his system. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about it. Seems like a fantastic coach. And and really, even the coaches he surrounded himself with, his assistants, uh, really seem to be great for the program. Uh, you know, you, you really – it really wouldn't have mattered who the coach coming in this year. The cupboards were getting bare. We lost a lot of seniors last year. Uh, so – it was. We knew it was going to be a rebuilding year. Uh, we knew that it was going to try to take some time. So what I'd say to all Mountaineer fans is don't lose focus on that. We yeah. knew that at the beginning of the year. Uh, and so let's not lose focus if we go into Oklahoma uh, and, and, and lose a football game. There's a, there's a, there's a brighter, brighter picture in the future. The Good Hopes Hawks Nest has been our halftime sponsor this evening. We want to thank them. And don't forget they have extended the restaurant hours. Uh, till 10 p.m., the restaurant and convenience store. That's done after every South Harrison home game. Uh, also, Saturday's WVU game day special will include one medium, one topping pizza, and a dozen chicken wings and two two liters of Pepsi for $19.95. Each special purchase will give you one entry to win two free tickets to a WVU football game. All right, that's going to conclude our halftime broadcast. Stay tuned. The Hawks have made their way back out onto the football field. Mountain State Land Surveying, providing boundary surveys for residential, farm, and commercial properties, along with FEMA elevation certificates and construction layout services. Mountain State Land Surveying, call 304-476-8668 for all of your surveying needs. Again, that's Mountain State Land Surveying, 304-476-8668, a proud supporter of South Harrison High School. And we are back here in Lost Creek at Gary Barnett Field, and both teams have come back. They are on the field. And so here we said as we talk about what's the next step for these teams. Uh, you have South Harrison coming out, 22 points in the first quarter, very productive. You've got Robinson really running the quarterback position. Of course you have McFadden doing what McFadden does. And really, the unsung heroes that you got to continue to mention are these offensive linemen uh, that we have seen uh, for South Harrison as they have come out and they've really been opening up some holes uh, and giving Robinson time to throw. So if you're South Harrison, you come out here at halftime and you say, you know, 
let's keep doing what we're doing. Coach Underwood's got to go into the halftime. He's got to be really pleased with what he's seen. And he says, guys, let's go out and let's just keep the ball rolling and keep the momentum. The Tigers Valley Bulldogs, they come back out on the field. They come out early, 11-12 to go in the first quarter. They put the first score on the board. Uh, after that, it's been slow going for them. South Harrison has really settled in on defense. And at times, uh, Tigers Valley has looked a little bit, uh, you know, confused on what's the next play for them. Uh, we know that they've got a good young quarterback in Bright. We have seen flashes of their speed going to the outside. So if you're Tigers Valley, you got to come back out, I think, at this point, and you got to say, look, guys, Coach Bright's coming in at halftime. We've got to go back to where we were in the first 50 seconds of this game. We took control. We took the kickoff. We went down the field, and we scored early. Since then, we haven't seen much. And so – I think maybe Coach Bright has probably made a few adjustments because he's probably not expecting Robinson to come out throwing the ball as much as he has. And so he's probably made some adjustments on his secondary. We'll see what that leads to on defense. Uh, But right now, he's got to really be concerned at the stalemate that his offense has ran into and you got to give credit to these South Harrison Hawk defenders as they've really settled in uh, and really slowed down a lot of that speed that we've seen on the outside. Uh, the defensive line and the linebacking core have really kind of closed down that middle. So to wrap it all up in a nutshell, you know, South Harrison, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Tigers Valley. Well, you've got to go back and find your roots. You've got to try to remember what's made you 5-1, and one, uh, and you've got to have the mentality uh, that this is a long ball game. Uh, I'm sure Coach Bright has told his kids that, and I'm sure that he's coming in uh, prepared for something big. Bad news maybe for Tigers Valley, good news for South Harrison. They did defer, so South Harrison are winning the toss, deferring, going on defense first. They're going to get the ball here first in the second half. And so we're going to get a challenge. We're going to see, you know, if Tigers Valley is able to slow them down. I think if you're Coach Underwood, there's nothing more that's going to make you happy right here than another one of those slow, methodical drives uh, down the field. And so the referees are bringing the captains back out to center field here to make sure we have all of our choices done. Uh, and so as they sit there and figure out and make sure that South Hare does intend to defer and what way Tigers Valley wants to kick, uh, we're about ready here to get things underway uh, at South Harrison uh, in Lost Creek at Gary Barnett Field. So South Harrison will indeed take the ball. Tigers Valley will kick away from the scoreboard. Uh, Importance to that is this game gets close in the fourth quarter. Uh, You are facing the scoreboard, uh, and it really gives you a great opportunity when you're looking at uh, what it looks like uh, of how much time that you have left. So the officials have done a little meeting in the middle of the field. Uh, they are now running to their positions. Here comes Tigers Valley out onto the field uh, for the kick. 
South Harrison's huddled around the coach here at about the 42-yard line. They are now taking the field. Uh, and so deep for the Hawks is Haddix and McFadden. You would have to think here that Tigers Valley will kick away from McFadden, but they have teed the ball up. Bright has kicked the ball deep. Uh, it is McFadden taking the ball. McFadden up over the 30. McFadden to the 35. Oh, he breaks the tackle. He's at the 40, the 45, and they bring him down at about the 48, 47-yard line and a great start for the South Harrison Hawks. little surprising as Bright and the Tigers Valley Bulldogs decide to kick it off to McFadden on that play. Somebody didn't do a scouting report there, right? <laughs> Either that or they ignored it. Nice job there by the Hawks. First and 10 from their own 47-yard line. Snap back to Robinson. Hand off to McFadden, and he is swallowed up there. Looks like they might have talked about that at halftime, Coach. You know, it's uh, uh, McFadden has got a few runs off on him, uh, and so that time the defensive line for Tigers Valley was ready, and we saw about a six-yard loss there. McFadden runs off the field. Second down and we'll call it 16. Hand off to Haddix. Haddix has some room. A lot of room. Gain of about 10, maybe 11 down inside Tigers Valley territory. Another good hole right there by the offensive line. And again, you see Haddix, uh, a lot of young players tried to avoid that contact and try to run out of bounds into the outside, really put his shoulder down and probably got an additional two yards out of that in doing so. Third down and five. Snap back, hand off McFadden. Slips a tackle, still on his feet, down to the 40. Oh, takes a big hit right around the 35-yard line. Brought down. First down for the Hawks. Another good run. McFadden getting into that second level. Uh, and if you're a Hawks fan, that's what you like to see. He is definitely breaking some tackles when he gets out there. He's a tough one to bring down. First and 10 from the 35-yard line. The Hawks leading 22-7 to here. Snap back. Haddix gets it. Runs ahead. Down to about the 30, which would be a gain of about five. Bring up third down and five. You got to be happy with third and five, Coach. You know, again, this is what we talked about kind of leading off the top of this half. South Harrison's slow, methodical drives continuing to eat away at that clock. Snap back to Robinson. Bobbled. Broken play. Fumbles it. They blow it dead right as the football is fumbled. Robinson was still standing on his feet, but they blew it dead, saying his progress had been stopped. And and I guarantee you, if you look over there, Tigers Valley's coaches are flipping out. 
Coach Bright's blood pressure just went up over 200, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that We got extremely lucky on that. They, the officials blew progress, stopped. Uh, but, boy, that could have been a catastrophe. Brings up. I misspoke earlier. It's third and ten now. Snap back. Hand off to Noah Dyer. Gets down to the 30. It's going to bring up fourth down. And five. You got to think in going with uh, Coach Underwood in the in the first quarter, probably goes for it here. Fourth and six. Looks like he is leaving the offense on the field. Fourth down and six. Big play. Hard count is going to draw Tigers Valley off sides. I don't think it's enough for a first down, but it gets them a lot closer. What a tremendous job. That's the second time tonight that Jaron Robinson's given that hard count that has pulled Tigers Valley off sides. Both on big fourth downs, Coach. True. Uh, that's, you know, it's, it's at this point the way South Harrison's been going, uh, you know, you hope that you're able to pick up fourth and one. Definitely easier than fourth and six. Ball 31-yard line. They need the 30. Hand off McFadden. He's got it. Gets down to about the 20-yard line. Again, the ball coming out, but well after the progress had been stopped uh, and the whistle blown by the officials, but a big, big first down there uh, as South Harrison just continues uh, slowly down the field uh, toward their end zone. And off to McFadden. Tries to get to the outside, cuts it back to the inside. Looks like he stopped somewhere inside the 15-yard line. Yeah, around the 14 that's going to bring up second down and about seven. You know, looks like when we're running that way, it looks like we're trying to double team that big tackle there on the right-hand side uh, for Tigers Valley as we try to get through that hole. Robinson will pass. He's got a man wide open. It was Preston Peck in the end zone. He, he opts to hit. Haddix, who actually fumbles the ball as he's brought to the ground, but it rolls out of bounds. Preston Peck was wide open in the end zone. Yeah, I think that the coach is letting him know that right now. Uh, you know, uh, Peck was wide open, and I think that uh, Robinson had his – I think that was his first read. I think Haddix was his first read, uh, and he just stuck with that as, as, as Haddix was able to, to do that cutout as well. So it's first and goal inside the 10. Handoff. I'm, the snack comes back to Robinson, who hands it off to Caden Ryan, who is hit immediately, and the ball is down at the seven-yard line. Second and goal from the seven. You know, that was another one of those plays. It seemed like it took some time to develop uh, for a handoff. Uh, but Tigers Valley was in the backfield, and, and uh, that play went nowhere.
South Harrison eating this game clock up under 6.20 to go. Handoff. This time again, it's the Haddocks. And I bet you here on this third and goal, we see some McFadden. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, see that same rollout pass again and and, and, and see if Peck breaks open again in the back of that end zone. Uh, because, again, two guys in the uh, – Two receivers going out. It seemed like Tigers Fowler had a little confusion on who was guarding who. Out of pistol, three receivers to his left. Haddix goes in motion from left to right. Hand off to McFadden. McFadden straight up the middle, takes a hit, stays on his feet. Looks like he's down around the one-yard line. So it's going to bring up a fourth and goal somewhere around the one. But again, I think the, the drive, what it has done, look at that play clock. Yeah, we're at 520 at this point and and, and rolling. Uh, Tigers Valley can't touch the ball. They can't score. Uh, And, you know, we just have really ate the time up here at at, at rolling close out to five minutes in the the third quarter. This is the play they run on two-point conversions. Direct snap to McFadden. And it has the exact same result. McFadden is back into the end zone for another South Harrison touchdown. You know, when South Harrison has needed those two or three yards, they have went to that direct snap with McFadden, uh, which has really given him an extra blocker uh, at that point. And Tigers Valley's really struggled with that. They have not stopped that yet on those two-point conversions uh, or any time we've needed to use that for a short distance. Another two-point conversion attempt. They're lining up the same way, and they're going to run the same play. No, they hand it off to Preston Peck, and uh, he stopped around the four. So the two-point conversion attempt is no good. The score here in Lost Creek, Tigers Valley 20, or excuse me, South Harrison 28, Tigers Valley 7. We'll be back. Richards Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. Installation and service, phone 304-884-6400, located in Jane Lou and serving the South Harrison area. Call Richards Heating and Air Conditioning at 304-884-6400. Visit their webpage at richardsheating.com or find them on Facebook under Richards Heating and Air Conditioning. Mountain State Land Surveying, providing boundary surveys for residential, farm, and commercial properties, along with FEMA elevation certificates and construction layout services. Mountain State Land Surveying, call 304-476-8668 for all of your surveying needs. Again, that's Mountain State Land Surveying, 304-476-8668, a proud supporter of South Harrison High School. South Harrison on top, 28-7, to 4.56 to go here in the third quarter, and Caden Ryan and the Hawks line up to kick it away. It's a short kick, and the Hawks are going to recover it. It takes a roll inside the Tigers Valley 45, and Zach Hogs, it falls right on top of it. So South Harrison comes up with the football once again. You know, it's like Tigers Valley didn't realize they needed to get the ball there. Uh, they weren't even really trying for that ball. They ran up to block, uh, and nobody went for the ball. Uh, and, and boy, 
again, if Tigers Valley can't touch the football, they can't score. So this 28-7 to lead is looking good with 4.54 in the third quarter. Absolutely, and South Harrison did a tremendous job of eating up that clock. Think about it. They got the football to start, and eight, eight up this clock. We're under five to go. Hand off to Noah Dyer. He's got some speed. He's got a first down, tries to get to the outside, and just runs out of room on the sideline. But he gets down to the 31, and again, that moves the chains. You're starting to feel it a little bit, Coach, right? You're starting to feel South Harrison really enforcing their will at this point on this Bulldogs defense. Uh, you see them kind of getting back on their heels, uh, and so – you know, if you're Coach Underwood, you've got to be happy with what's happening at this point. First down and 10 from the Tigers Valley 31. McFadden goes in motion from right to left. Hand off to Dyer. And he's brought down. Gain of about one as he gets to the 30. And that'll be second down. Yeah, just tried a little. We were we were running a McFadden in motion there, and we saw him do a kick out really on the end uh, and try to get that ball up in there. Looked like it was there for a second, but Tigers Valley did a pretty good job there closing that hole relatively quickly. Second down and nine. Hands it off to Dyer again. He's got some room. Stays on his feet and continues to churn. Gets down to the 21. He's near the first down marker. I'll tell you something. Is South Harrison well on their way to win this game? We're not counting Tigers Valley out, but momentum definitely in the scoreboard as well on South Harrison's side. But we're starting to see South Harrison is developing uh, different players, and I think that the timing is absolutely perfect when you think about getting this win and, and continuing to try to win to get into the playoffs. First and 10 from the 21. Robinson going to keep it. Following Jason Lassimar. Gets the first down. Well, actually, somehow I missed that they had already got the first down. So that's a gain of five. Brings up second down and five. And again, you know, one of the great things about this, you know, we've heard about McFadden running the ball, but what a team player right there. Again, sending him in motion, really he had the key kickout block right there that broke that pass, and there was a really nice hole right there. Second down and five, under three to go. Ball at the 16-yard line. Robinson keeps it. Just runs straight ahead. Gets down inside the 15. Looks like down to the 13. And going to be a couple yards shy of the first down. Third and two. That's uh, you know, that's where we you know that's where as the Hawks you want to be. Uh, we feel that you know I think coach staff feels they can pick up a third and two. Uh, they're happy to be in that situation. And if they don't, they're going to run it on fourth down. So, two down territory right now. Hand off to, to Dyer. He stood up pretty quickly, and they're going to have to run it on fourth down after that loss on that play. You got to bet that the –
kids in Tigers Valley huddle is saying, you know, we have to make a stand here. I mean, we have to be able to get the ball back if we're going to get back in this ball game. And so, you know, at this point, it's a it's a test of wheels. You know, we're we're going to see what happens here on fourth down. I want you to think about this, Matt. Tiger, there is one minute and twenty seconds left, and Tigers Valley's offense has not had the football in the third quarter. Snap back to Robinson. Hand off to McFadden. Down inside the 10. Good enough for a first down. close. I think he's got it. So, yeah, as you're saying, Coach, 106. Clock continues to run. And, you know, South Harrison has had the ball the entire third quarter. Uh, you know, they are just really – uh, executing a fantastic game plan uh, coming out at this point. And you, you've seen the, the the explosiveness very early on in this Tigers Valley offense, but as you said, you can't score if you don't have the football. Hand off to Dyer. He's got some room. Gets down to the five. He's brought down. And, you know, let's give credit where credit is due at this point because, you know, coming into this game, it's been defense, defense, defense. The offense has got to try to just keep us in the game. Uh, but, boy, the offense has really came out tonight, and, and uh, they have really executed and, 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 and really done a fantastic job of putting Coach Underwood and his staff's uh, game plan to use. The play clock and the game clock are – running almost simultaneously and I think that the game clock the third quarter yes is going to come to a close South Harrison leading 28 to 7 they had the football the entire third quarter they'll start the fourth with the football as well I don't think you can do it any better than that right there I mean again slow methodical drives, the great onside kick that we recovered at that point. Uh, I think she took the whole stadium really for a surprise. Uh, but, you know, again, it's you can't score if you can't touch the football. And you got to imagine, you know, Coach Bright is sitting over there on the Tigers Valley sideline with his staff, the frustration of not even being able to touch the football. Uh, you, you just can't. You can't do it any better than what South Harrison did right there in the third quarter. South Harrison continues to show improvement week after week. Let's take a look at some scores around the state while everyone gets ready to uh, start play here. In the fourth quarter, this is big, uh, Pendleton County leading Parkersburg Catholic 26-20. to Parkersburg Catholic 5-2, and one of those losses coming to the Hawks. Doddridge County only leading Ravenswood um, by nine. Ritchie County rolling over Webster County, 38-12. to 12. That score is in the third. Williamstown leading uh, Tyler Consolidated, 46-28. to 28. St. Mary's, number 11 in Class A, beating Magnolia, 26-6. to 6. Clay Battelle, 4-2, setting at number 14, trailing Cameron, 36-21. to 21. And East Hardy is leading Moorfield in the third, 14 to three. 
All right, let's see what the Hawks can do. Second down and goal from the five. Hands it off to Dyer. Tries to get to the outside. Lowers his shoulder. Gets down to about the two-yard line. And I like what Coach Underwood is doing here. He is definitely trying to utilize other players. That's only going to make them better as, as this season continues. Absolutely. Get these kids some reps. Uh, you know, maybe save some knees and some hits on McFadden and, and Haddocks in there and Robinson. And so, absolutely, uh, get some other guys involved in the game plan and uh, might need them futuristically down the road, this, even this year. Uh, so they need to be ready. Second and goal from the – or, excuse me, third and goal from the two. Hands it off to Dyer. I think he's going to be stopped just short of the goal line, down, down to the one. Tigers Valley able to hold them there. It's going to bring up fourth and one, or fourth and goal from the one, I should say. That ball is almost touching the goal line, Coach. Yeah. That's how close that is. So if we can just get a little bit of a push, uh, I think we're in the end zone. You think, does he go back to Dyer here? Just go ahead and just get him in there, talk to the line, say, guys, get the push, get that handoff to Dyer after all this work? I think so. Yep, indeed. And he gets it. Or, yep. Great, great job right there by the offensive line. Uh, Dyer coming in and running the ball. Really a, just fantastic all the way around right there for the Hawks. Punches it into the end zone, does Noah Dyer. That's got to feel pretty good. Get out there and punch it into the end zone for the Hawks. 34-7 is the score, and we are awaiting the two-point conversion attempt. Preston Peck now in there in the backfield. At quarterback is Landon McFadden. Hand off to Peck. Runs hard, but he's going to be stopped short. But a flag comes in late, like after the play is over. Two-point conversion attempt is no good. I'm not sure what this call is. The officials are. Got to wonder if maybe there was some motion, maybe not enough guys on the line of scrimmage. That, not sure that flag come from the uh, far official on Targets Valley sideline. One of our listeners just sent us a chat that said, well executed game, and I could not agree more. Uh, the coaching staff really, you know, we've watched this team grow, the players. We've seen the coaching staff grow as well. And they are under the leadership of Chris Underwood doing a tremendous job. Well, you know, we talked about it just briefly there at the beginning. But, you know, this team got down 7 to nothing early. Uh, and you quickly saw the coaching staff uh, get these kids on the sideline uh, let them know that, look, there's a lot of football still to be played. Yeah. Uh, and you really saw them come out uh, and, and handle that adversary, or adversity uh, excuse me, very well. The call on the field was a personal foul. They did not clarify as to what happened, but a personal foul against the Hawks, and that will be assessed on kickoff. 34 to 7 is the score. 1036 to go here in the final quarter. The Hawks well on their way to move the record to 4 and 3 and more important than that is positioning for 
playoffs as they're going to get all these points uh, that Tigers Valley has uh, amassed throughout the season. Talk about what happens with Tigers Valley here, Matt. I mean, setting at number six, um, they're going to fall. Yeah, the, this 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 loss will definitely hurt them. Um, you know, strength of schedule means a lot, Coach, and so you know, uh, their seven and three might not get them in like a South Harrison seven and three would. And so, you know, uh, they're they're probably even though they'd be setting at five and two at this point, you got to think that they probably need to win out uh, to stay in the playoff hunt as well. Kickoff. Fielded right around the 35. He's up over the 40. And Caden Davis, a freshman, able to wrap him up right around the 44-yard line. And that's where Tigers Valley will start. And I want to point out it's 10-28 remaining in the game. It is the first time that this offensive unit is has had the football the entire second half. You know, we've said that a couple times, Coach, but honestly, you can't say it enough. Uh, you just don't see that happen very often where a team uh, takes the entire quarter uh, and another team just does not even see the ball. We have an official's timeout. I'm not sure. It looks like a T. Yeah. Is that considered an a, uh, equipment malfunction? or? Uh, no, I think it's just considered <laughs> get, it, get it off the field before somebody lands on that thing. But uh, – yeah, I would say somebody has that responsibility on the sideline and maybe they might have forgot. Handoff, and I'm going to tell you something. The Hawks now gang tackling. You can just see they're playing with a lot of confidence. And I'm going to tell you something, and I talk about this a lot as a coach. Um, confidence is huge. You know, I talk about it a lot with the girls' volleyball team. I all, all the time say between sets, listen, we got to go out and take care of business now. You don't want to give them any confidence. Take care of business. The Hawks out here on the football field, you're starting to see that swagger. You're starting to see them walk and play in that confidence. They're going to start really believing in themselves, and when that happens, they're going to be even better than we see them tonight. Second down and nine from the 46. Snap back to Bright. It's a high snap, but he handles it. Passes it out. It's incomplete. And that's going to bring up third down. Frustration setting in over there on, on the opposite sideline. It is. And, you know, again, we talked a little bit about this uh, in the first half. But our ends are really getting good pressure on that on Bright as he's dropping back in the pocket and making it very difficult for him to do any type of a pass. I mean, his receivers are having very limited time to even be able to get out and begin running a pattern. Uh, and so it's just created a lot of frustration uh, with their offense in general. Third and nine, Bright looking for something. Run out of the pocket, throws it out. Intended to receive their number 33, Sweck. And Caden Ryan was defending. It's going to bring up fourth down, and everything is just – it's the wheels on the wagon starting to fall off uh, for the Bulldogs. Yeah, you see, you know, opposite tails of the tape at this point. You know, you are seeing the frustration on Tigers Valley's side. They seem to have trouble getting anything going. Yet, you, like you mentioned, you just see the confidence continuing to gain uh, with, these, with these South Harrison Hawks. 
So they had it for less than a minute. They're going to punt it back to the Hawks. This, to me, is just astounding. The Hawks potentially going to run this clock out here if they handle the ball efficiently. And, of course, let it, let it roll. Let it roll all the way back there to the 11-yard line, which is where it will come to rest. And the Hawks now, they have a long field, which is going to benefit them in that play clock. Looks like Tigers Valley might have an injured player there coming off the field. It looked like a, an arm or a shoulder maybe as he was running off the field. It happened a good ways behind the, behind the play. Not really sure exactly what happened there. Uh, one of the coaches, and I'm not sure if it's Coach Bright, the head coach for Tigers Valley, it looks like it may be. He came about 10 yards onto the field. You were mentioning that injury. And obviously, as a coach, you've been there, I've been there. A player gets injured, and it is emotional. And you're, you want to take up for him, right? Well, that's what he did. He came out about 10 yards. But I'll tell you, the head official out there just pointed him back to the sideline. Coach threw up his hands and just went back to the sideline. Um, just a lot of frustration. This is Now Tigers Valley is going to have to find a way to dig themselves out of losing two in a row. And I pointed out earlier that um, – Tigers Valley's number 30, Daniel White, uh, at some point was not on the field anymore, and we have not seen him. And what Tigers Valley was able to do early that was successful was Boggs and White, White and Boggs. And um, that, whole, that whole idea is going at this point as well. There's a timeout on the field. We're going to take one as well. The Hawks rolling here in Lost Creek. The score, 34-7 over top. The Tigers Valley Bulldogs. Mountain State Land Surveying, providing boundary surveys for residential, farm, and commercial properties, along with FEMA elevation certificates and construction layout services. Mountain State Land Surveying, call 304-476-8668 for all of your surveying needs. Again, that's Mountain State Land Surveying, 304-476-8668, a proud supporter of South Harrison High School. Richards Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. Installation and service, phone 304-884-6400, located in Jane Lou and serving the South Harrison area. Call Richards Heating and Air Conditioning at 304-884-6400. Visit their webpage at richardsheating.com or find them on Facebook under Richards Heating and Air Conditioning. Well, here we go. 9.31 left to go in the contest tonight. South Harrison really rolling, confidence building, the team getting better and better with every snap. Robinson gets the snap, hands it off. I'm trying to see the ball carrier there. Uh, Landon McFadden, I'm going to tell you something. He met the Bulldogs, number 75, T.J. Crossman, 5'11", 248-pound senior, and uh, it was like meeting a wall. You see uh, Coach Underwood quickly putting Dyer back into the game and McFadden coming over to the sideline. Digging uh, this mud is, out of his head. Yeah, this is not one. Yeah, you know, you don't want to. You don't want to lose your one of your main running backs uh, in a game where you're winning thirty-four to seven. A handoff goes to Dyer. It was second down and twelve, and a flag is thrown in behind the play. Let's see, personal foul against the Bulldogs. 
we talk about frustration, right? Frustration obviously setting in. You can see Coach Bright, he's, he, he appears as though he's about to throw his headset, but he's, he's restraining himself. And it is frustrating. It is, it is very frustrating. But that frustration obviously carrying over with the players as well. Thus the personal foul. Right, you got to think that this is probably not what Tigers Valley was anticipating the outcome of this game would be. Uh, you know, even though they had lost last week, you had to think that they felt five and one. Uh, it's been a long time since they probably felt they had an opportunity to come in here to Lost Creek and take one from the from the Hawks, and they, you had to think that probably they felt this might be their opportunity. Uh, the game's just not really played out like uh, like probably they had planned at this point, obviously. First down and 10 from the 25-yard line. Snap back. Hand off to Dyer. Dyer hit, but then second effort gained him maybe a yard because it was going to be a loss, but he just kept pushing. It'll be second down and nine. Yeah, again, you know, South Harrison just trying to keep the ball on the ground, keep the clock turning. You see him letting them run the play clock down to – to almost zero before they're ready to snap. Uh, really, again, as your listeners had you know pointed out, a well-executed game here by the Hawks tonight. Clock running, of course. Eight fifteen to go in the game. Second down and nine from the twenty-six. And off again to Dyer. Got some room. Runs ahead to the thirty. Stays on his feet. Second effort gives him the thirty-one. Just I, I want to continue to say that because he's such a tough kid. He just continues to churn and push, and it uh, looks like uh, he's going to come off now um, with a potential injury there. Holding the right arm a yeah. little gingerly there as he comes off to meet the training staff. That'll bring McFadden back onto the field. Third down and four from the South Harrison 31, and once again, the Hawks, Jaron Robinson, hard count. It looks like it may have drawn Tigers Valley offsides. We'll see. Yep. Offsides against the Bulldogs, and that will give the Hawks first down. Robinson's done a great job. That's the third one tonight. It's, he really has, and, you know, those have all come at big times too. Two of those were, you know, on fourth downs. Uh, and then that one, uh, you know, a, a big third down there that they were actually to move forward. So he's done a really good job, really mixing in the counts uh, all night. And I, I think that's that's been a big – if you're a big offensive lineman, you like to get that little head start and know the count when the defense does it. And so that seems to be working for him tonight. First and ten now from the 36. And off to McFadden. He's hit, and I'll, I'll tell you, um, with under seven to go, I'm not sure it's worth having him out there on the field. No, I, you know, I, I know that they had to put Dyer out there, and he had come off, but, you know, there again we, we have McFadden pulling some mud out of his of his helmet, and you've got to think that probably Coach Underwood is thinking soon it's, it's going to be time to, you know, maybe take McFadden out, uh, make sure we don't lose him here with some injury here late in this game. Second down and 11 after the loss. Ball to 35. Play clock under three. Toss back to McFadden. 
Runs ahead, thrown down hard. Gain of about three. Brings up third down and about eight. Six minutes and counting here in the fourth. And, you know, again, South Harrison just continues to hang on to the football, run the play clock, uh, and really uh, just getting first downs, keeping the ball moving. Under six to go. Ball at the 38-yard line. Here come the Hawks. Fakes the handoff to McFadden. Robinson trying to – he rolls to his right, tries to throw it up ahead to Jacob Haddix, but uh, Boggs, with a ton of speed, we've seen that tonight, was able to put some pressure on him and actually um, was bringing Robinson down as he threw the pass. Really got rid of that ball just before, uh, like you mentioned, the tackler had gotten there. Uh, but, again, doing a great job rolling him off to the right. I still like that for Robinson. I'm glad to see that they're still rolling him that way. Thomas checks out the punt. High snap, but he handles it. Almost gets blocked, but he gets it off. He takes a hop. It lands right around the 44 and then takes a Tigers Valley bounce back towards midfield. It'll come to rest at around the 49-yard line. So if you're Coach Bright over there, obviously the game has been decided. Um, what are you trying to accomplish now? Well, I think at this point, you know, you still have an offensive game plan that you were trying to accomplish out there. I think you still want your kids to know – uh, that you're not giving up, even though the score would show that you should. So I think you still come out, you still play football, you still run you know, what you've been practicing all week, and, and you see if you can't make some progress here. Looks like there's confusion. Yeah, they didn't send enough players on the field, I don't think. Yeah, they didn't. Looks like maybe uh, Coach Underwood uh, trying to get some other players, him and Coach Hathaway trying to get some other players in maybe here on defense. Can't really tell, but there was definitely some confusion in the switch up as they were trying to get folks in there. We'll take this opportunity to take another break. 5.07 to go. Stay tuned. Richards Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. Installation and service. Phone 304-884-6400. Located in Jane Lou and serving the South Harrison area. Call Richards Heating and Air Conditioning at 304-884-6400. Visit their webpage at richardsheating.com or find them on Facebook under Richards Heating and Air Conditioning. Both teams making their way back over from their sidelines after the timeout. First down and 10 for Tigers Valley from their own 49-yard line. Bright will pass. Launches it down the field. And it is going to be caught in double coverage by number 81, Aiden Rowe. Nice pass. He left it up to number 81 row to go up and get it. Uh, the five foot eight junior 
out-jumped the two Hawks defenders and was able to haul it in. Yeah, Bright showed a good arm there. That was about 35 yards in the air on the run uh, as he threw that ball down. And a great catch, as you said, in, in double coverage. Down to the 19-yard line. You wonder where that has been. Bright rolls to his left. Going to pass it again. He's got a man wide open in the end zone. It's a touchdown. That's Boggs. So I, I'm going to ask the question again. Where has that been? Of course, in the, in the second half, they haven't had the chance. But where was it at in the first half? Well, you know, on both of those plays, it, it could be a little bit of, of – uh, switching some players out a little bit for South Harrison. But, you know, most of the night, Bright has not had that kind of time to make those kind of passes. Yeah, but the guys in the secondary are the same guys. I mean, I see Bunch. I see McFadden. Well, I do see – I see a couple of freshmen too, so point taken. But what a tremendous arm there by Bright. Yeah, I mean, it really shows the importance of that pressure that we were getting earlier in the game. Uh, from from our defensive ends, uh, making sure that Bright didn't have that kind of time uh, before, you know, really his receivers didn't even have time to run a pattern. You know, Bright was pretty much running for his life uh, the entire game. That's a good point. Thirty-four to thirteen is the score. Four thirty-three to go, folks. You still have time to get to the Good Hope Hawksnest. Um, because they have extended their hours during South Harrison home games till 10 p.m. And I know some of you are listening there. I've communicated with you back and forth. So you still have time. The restaurant and convenience store open until 10 p.m. And then don't forget tomorrow, uh, Saturday's WVU game day special includes one medium, one topping pizza, a dozen chicken wings, and two two liters of Pepsi for $19.95. Each special purchased will give you one entry to win two free tickets to a WVU football game. I want to thank all of our sponsors. Much appreciated. This is possible because of you. And we're along for the ride, wherever that journey takes us. I know it's going to take us to Tucker. That's some big games still ahead. Really, the one game you look ahead for the Hawks, St. Mary's. That's a game you have to circle on the schedule. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's probably, of all the games that you see coming futuristically, you, you, that would be the game, I agree with you, that you'd want to circle on the calendar. Uh, but, again, the Hawks have to feel really good after, after this game uh, moving forward with the rest of their schedule. One side kick attempt by Tigers Valley. It doesn't quite go. 10 yards and uh oh we've got some confusion there coach I think we had a first touching but then South Harrison touched the ball and they jumped on it so I'm pretty sure when I ball. saw the bean bag even though the ball is not dead South Harrison will still have the option to go back to the first touching spot which should give them should give them the ball it, it, it appeared that there was a little bit of confusion uh, the South Harrison front line, he just kind of reached down and touched it. Uh, what, what, what was it? Yeah, so we did have a first touching by Tigers Valley. So South Harrison has the option. It's not a penalty, uh, but South Harrison has the option 
to take the ball at first touching. So the nice thing about that, Coach, is on first touching, it, it's a free ball. So no matter what we do at that point, anything that can happen, we could still go back to the first touching spot, which is a, a huge benefit to the receiving team. Uh, but, boy, there was definitely some confusion there on that onside kick uh, from the start. The Hawks have the football. The onside kick attempt not successful. Update on scores, Pendleton County and Parkersburg Catholic have went final, and although Parkersburg Catholic beating Pendleton would have been wonderful for the Hawks, just wasn't to be tonight as Pendleton County hangs on for a 26-20 win. And then listen to this score, Matt. We talked about how Doddridge in the third quarter was winning 9 to nothing. Currently in the fourth, 31 to nothing. They must have got hot fast and in a hurry. South Harrison will take a timeout. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, still looked like a little bit of confusion getting personnel onto the field there uh, that time. Again, I think late in this game, Coach Underwood and his staff's trying to get some other kids in the game, and I think they're uh, maybe having a tough time either getting too many or not enough. I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but personnel issues it seemed as – South Harrison would normally obviously not want to take a timeout up 31 or 34 to 13. Yeah, and I'm going to say this. It's a good problem to have because last year with only 19 players on the roster, now they're able to mix in some of these younger players and they have a 34 to 13 lead. So, hey, it's not a bad problem, right? That's right. That's right. Opportunity to get these younger kids some experience. First and ten. Now it looks like uh, maybe Tigers Valley wants Holy a timeout. Holy moly. Let's see how long we can keep this going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it would appear coaches, all these timeouts, they're just trying to keep us from getting to the Good Hope Hawks <laughs> for some pizza. You know, I looked at my watch there, and I had 20 minutes, and, you know, now I look at it, and it continues. Not sure I can make it now, but uh, – you know, again, just getting the personnel in with both of these teams. And, you know, you talked a little bit about this year versus last year. And you're right, it is a great problem to have if you're South Harrison and Coach Underwood. you got to be really pleased with your with your men's output tonight. You know, yeah. they really came out and, and, and put a show on for these fans. And, and again, as we had talked before, Coach, this, this you know, the alumni really came out tonight. The, the student section is packed, as always. And uh, – you know, it's just really an exciting atmosphere. If you was to draw up what football should look like on a Friday night, uh, this is what you would draw up right yeah, here. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, it looks like both teams are ready, and Caden Davis is out there uh, in the quarterback position for uh, the Hawks. Looks like Nick Hess out there at uh, correction. That is Parker Bunch, number 33. And there's a flag on the play. False start against the Hawks. You know, with younger players out there, you're going to have some of these mistakes. It's Friday night. Some of these players, you know, the jitters are going to be gone. It doesn't matter if it's 34 to 13. They're they're out here on a Friday night playing varsity football. Uh, they're still a little nervous. So. Under the lights, baby. Under That's the lights. That's right. First down and 15. 
snap back to Davis. And off to Bunch. Bunch tries to get to the outside. Cuts back to the middle. Got some room. Still on his feet. Gets to the outside. Stays on his feet after being tripped. He's down to the 20. And he'll be knocked out of bounds right around the 15-yard line. Tremendous run there by the sophomore, Parker Bunch. Went right. Uh, did a nice cut back across the field and really had the speed. As a matter of fact, he kind of stumbled at about the 30. Uh, or he might have took that the whole way. Absolutely. He has a motor. Also back there in the backfield, uh, it's number 45, the freshman Michael Radcliffe. Snap back, Davis. Hand off to Bunch. Ball on the ground. Fumble and ex during the exchange. Looks like we jumped on it, I think. Looks like it'll be seconds. Caden Davis able to fall down on top of it. A loss of one, so not too much damage done. We'll bring up second down and 11. Younger players getting the reps. This can help you, especially as you make a run in the postseason. And helps you looking ahead in upcoming years. Davis is going to keep it. Tries to get to the left side. Basically stops. Cuts back to the right side. And turns it what was nothing into something. Gain of two. Brings up third down and nine. Yeah, and not only was that something, but probably a touchdown saving tackle there by uh, Tigers Valley is when he cut back, the field just seemed to really open up. Uh you know, you got to love, too, this South Harrison coaching staff still coaching these kids up. Not yep. a single one of them has taken their headphones off. These these guys are still out here coaching these kids up uh, and still, you know, as you said, looking to the future, uh, not only next year, but even games this year, uh, making sure these kids are getting some good reps. Snap back. Flag thrown. It was a busted play. Davis looked to hand it off to someone. There was no one there. False start backs him up five, and that'll bring up third down and 14. You know, we really seem to have a good pace to this game, and then uh, fourth quarter we've seen a few more flags come out. I guess uh, the officials even want to get involved a little bit at some point. <laughs> third down 14, Davis awaiting the snap. pass intended receiver there trying to get a number looks like number 84 for the Hawks Ethan Talkington and it's incomplete fourth down the only thing bad about that pass is the clock stopped that's right yeah, and it, and it looked like, you know, that was there. Uh, just overshot him by, you know, just a little bit. Uh, but, you know, the, definitely there in the pattern. The ball was there just a, just a little bit long. Wow. On the run, number 45, 
Michael Radcliffe, who just willed his way down inside the 10. Now, unfortunately, not enough for a first down, but the kid ran hard. That, you know, was, you know, again, way to sh- that, that's a prime example of how these kids are not giving up. They don't care what the score is. You know, he touched the ball, and, and honestly, there may have only been about two Tigers Valley players that weren't involved in that tackle by the time it was over because right. he was pushing everybody up the field. Hanging on him, hanging off of him, and he just kept moving. 2.15 to go. South Harrison on top, 34-13. to 13. Tigers Valley has their second unit in as well. Pass up the field. Oh. Oh. Caught by number 14 for the Bulldogs. The freshman, Trenton Shreve, he just goes up and gets it. It's almost picked off by Caden Davis, but uh, it wasn't to be. You saw it go right through his hands, and then immediately the hands go to the top of the helmet uh, for Caden Davis on there. He knows he should have had one. Uh, He might have been looking in zone maybe, looking ahead a little bit as that ball come in because I'm not sure uh, he would not have scored if he would have intercepted that ball and headed the other way. You can can see him out there. He's still still very frustrated with himself. Got to shake it off. Handoff now to number 21, Walker George. And he'll be tackled for a loss. Number 33, Parker Bunch in there on that tackle. Give a shout-out to Ron Schaefer. It's his birthday. Uh, Long-time Hawk fan, graduate of South Harrison High School. Uh, Happy birthday, Ron. Second down and 10 from the 30. Snap back. Oh. The official almost caught that one there. Say, <laughs> this is another Bright. Uh, Lucas Bright, I'm assuming the younger brother of the starting quarterback. He's a freshman. And he just launches it across the middle. And had the official been playing, hey, it would have been a good play. I think if the official catches that, he can go the other way untouched. I, that's was, what I was uh, thinking. Just, <laughs> just dove out of the way. Walker George ends up with it, and he's brought down by number 73, Lance Nelson, 6'3", 273-pound junior. Looks like by the look of the play clock and the game clock, we'll have to run about one more play. Um, And again, Coach, you know, these Hawks have got to feel really good about leaving here tonight, not only with a victory, but a really – convincing victory against these Tigers Valley Bulldogs. Fourth down and seven. Bright looking to pass. He'll run out of the pocket and be brought down by number 45, Michael Radcliffe at the 30. Five seconds remaining. And because that was fourth down, we've got to stop the clock to 
change possessions here. So, one more play, likely to be a knee. We'll see. Of course, with the younger players on the field, you might want to try to take advantage of this. We'll see it, but it looks like uh, victory formation indeed. Caden Davis running up under center. Yes, it will be victory formation. Takes the knee. That'll run the game clock down as soon as it starts. And there it is. Really, really great game tonight, Coach. These Hawks are, again, really not only a victory, but a convincing victory. You know, we've really seen uh, they really came out, uh, executed a great game plan by Coach Underwood and, and, and uh, his coaching staff. And, you know, it's a good night to be a part of Hawk Nation. This has been a really good uh, really good win for them. Absolutely. The Hawks move the record to four and three with this victory, the final 34 to 13. And on paper, what is an upset? We talked about it in the pregame. I felt like, and so did others, that uh, Tigers Valley was actually the underdog. That proved to be true this evening. And now if you're the Bulldogs and Coach Bright, you're trying to find a way to pick up the pieces after two devastating losses uh, for the last two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And even though they were underdog, you know, Coach, we all had a little scare there in the beginning. You know, it was 11-12 in the first quarter. It was a small recap, and suddenly South Harrison's down 7 to nothing. Can't give enough credit, really, to uh, Coach Underwood and his coaching staff really getting the kids calmed down, letting them know there's a lot more game to be played, uh, and really the defense settling in, only allowing six more points after that. You know, I look out there, you can just see the sportsmanship. It looks like they're all going to gather there. Um, I'm assuming for a prayer, which I I absolutely love seeing that. And, um, yeah. And I, this is all an assumption. I'm not real sure um, if this is, you know, in relation to uh, the young lady who passed away at Clay Battelle High School. Um but, you know, anytime you see uh, or hear of things like this, it's it's devastating. So it's really nice to look out there on the field and see all the coaches, um, cheerleaders, football players, um, taking a knee and joining in on a prayer to just, uh, you know, for the thoughts and prayers of the families that are affected by these uh, horrible, horrible tragedies. And, you know, when I, when I look at Tigers Valley, I have a, a, a close relationship with uh, their boys basketball coach, uh, Tom Walmsley, just a great man. Uh, great people there at Tigers Valley High School, great athletes. And when you coach, especially as long as I've coached now at this point, you build relationships with all these people and, you know, they were out here. They both wanted to win a football game. But at the end of the night, they're able to come together, join hands, uh, take a knee, say a prayer. And uh, and it just sends the message, Matt, one more time. There are things that are that's just bigger uh, than the sports that we play or we coach. You know, we all come out and we, we have a team we want to see win. And we want to root for that team. But you're exactly right, Coach, in the grand scheme. There's things so much bigger uh, than the game of football uh, and this tragedy that's happened at Clay Battelle and, and the tragedy that's been talked about 
you know, for multiple weeks in Roan County uh, with the young player yeah. there. It just it really puts things in perspective uh, that, you know, football is a game that we all love, we get to enjoy. But in the end, these are all kids uh, that are out doing what they love. And there's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. But in the end, to see them all come together like that in the center of the field with that show of sportsmanship really shows class of, of, of both teams. It really does. I agree. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will announce our players of the game and wrap up this broadcast. Stay tuned. Mountain State Land Surveying, providing boundary surveys for residential, farm, and commercial properties, along with FEMA elevation certificates and construction layout services. Mountain State Land Surveying, call 304-476-8668 for all of your surveying needs. Again, that's Mountain State Land Surveying, 304-476-8668, a proud supporter of South Harrison High School. Richards Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating and cooling needs. Installation and service. Phone 304-884-6400. Located in Jane Lou and serving the South Harrison area. Call Richards Heating and Air Conditioning at 304-884-6400. Visit their webpage at richardsheating.com or find them on Facebook under Richards Heating and Air Conditioning. And we're back here again, the final 34 to 13. The Hawks move the record to four and three. Coach Underwood moves above 500 for the second time this season. And if he has anything to say about it, and he will, he'll stay there above 500 and position this football team uh, for postseason play. Uh, Matt, it is without a doubt very possible now. Very possible. Absolutely. You know, this is this is a really big win for South Harrison. We, 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 talked about it you know almost for the entire pregame we how important this was uh but boy what a step in the right direction when you look at the schedule like you said we do have some teams that are that and we have to go on the road and yeah. play at their place and that always adds a different uh you know scenario to the whole situation when you look at it uh but you gotta feel comfortable if you're coach underwood uh and these hawk players to think Look, we can we can beat anybody on our schedule going forward, uh, and put ourselves in a really good position going forward with the playoffs. Absolutely, well said. Okay, so we're going to pick players of the game, Matt. I'm going to let you go with uh, uh, player of the game for Tigers Valley. You know, I went with uh, Mr. Joshua Bright. He was the quarterback uh, for Tigers Valley. You know, he he was definitely he, he had to make plays tonight with his legs uh the south harrison defense really came in uh and harassed him all night really from the ends didn't let him get comfortable uh but yet he was still able to get out of the pocket uh make plays really a smart football player uh and he does a great job of running his team from the quarterback position absolutely and you know we hope obviously not only because it helps us point wise but we, we hope that tigers valley who's having a historic season they, they're able to rebound and, and get things going back in the right direction. Uh, in order to do that, Joshua Bright's going to be a big part of that. All right, for the Hawks, we're, I'm going to go with one who, as far as in the stat column, may not show up as much as some of the other players. But, uh, you know, we've, we've had McFadden. We've had Robinson. Uh, we, uh, last week we had Haddix. Uh, I think uh, one time we had the South Harrison fans. We had the entire uh, defense. Um, 
Tonight I'm going to go with one, number 21, Noah Dyer. Uh, just because I, I really feel like I really feel like he he did what was needed um, to give the Hawk offense another option. And so, I don't know, that's, that's my choice this evening. I think that's a great choice, Coach. And, you know, as you continue to go forward, it never hurts to continue to see these players come out that aren't your normal stars. But suddenly you're starting to see them getting five, six, seven, eight carries, giving your McFaddens and your Haddixes a lot more rest. And, you know, that's only going to play dividends as you continue to move forward uh, with your season. Hawks move to four and three tonight. 34 to 13 is the final. We'll see a bump in those polls and those rankings when they come out this week, no doubt about it. Bonus points will belong to the Hawks after beating this Tigers Valley team. Number six coming in, uh, they're going to take a fall uh, for sure. All right, well, I want to thank you, Matt, for filling in for Danny tonight. You did a wonderful job, and uh, I'm certain it won't be the last time we hear from you. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. It's always fun to get out here and and uh, see the game and, and call it for the folks that couldn't actually make it out to the game tonight. Uh, so I appreciate the opportunity, and, and, and thank you for that. For Matt Rudder, I am Tom Sears. This has been Hawk Nation. Again, the final, South Harrison 34, Tigers Valley 13. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless.